Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. People moving out, people moving in, why? Because of the color of the skin. Run, 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 but you sure can't hide. And I bought out a tooth for a tooth, both for me, and I'll set you free. Rap on, brother, rap on. Well, the only person talking about love and brother is the preacher. Nobody's interested in learning but the teacher. Segregation, determination, demonstration, integration, aggravation, humiliation, obligation to my nation. Oh, yeah. Welcome to Gen X or Gen Exhausted. Almost forgot the name of the show. I'm Chris. I'm Rich. I'm Earl. Sorry, I was jamming. I was lost in the song. It's a good tune. Temptation. Gotta love them. 51 years ago, right? and arguably more relevant now than it was then. I want you to tell me how much we've progressed as a society. Yeah. Go could, ahead. Could have been written last week. Mm-hmm. But go ahead. Go ahead. Because it, I just, I, I, I mean, right now, shit. That song is just like, I, I, we could play it right now. And if it wasn't for, if you put it in a TikTok fucking ad or a TikTok, or an ad, a TikTok video, It'd be a number one hit, but you know that's the only way that anyone under the age of like thirty is going to give a fuck about that song. But that's right. beside the point. You know that's whatever. Hey, and 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 hey, folks, but welcome, welcome to the wonderful world of post mandate America. So yeah, you brought this up in the man. What is, what is this mandate you speak of? Maybe the I'm, vaccination mandate. Well, the, well, has one been issued? I, I guess that maybe I'm ignorant. I know I know there's one for like federal employees and all this, and but. Uh, has, has the president every from- business every business who has a hundred or more employees 
has to have the people vaccinated or they have to submit the testing. I think it's once a week. And in very rare cases, I guess there's medical exceptions, but I get the feeling that those are going to be like conscientious objector, uh, you know, that type of situation when the draft was going on, which is a lot of people are going to try to claim it. Not many are going to fucking get to get the pass on it. Nah, get the rubber stamp from the government. Well, I'm going to come out of left field for you guys because I'm going to tell you I'm okay with this. This is a public health crisis, people. Like I, you know, what? the entire planet the is is on board is 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 experiencing this. I look, I got you. I understand. Same time, everyone who took a victory lap, everyone who's owned the fucking maggots with this, just understand. Your side ain't going to be in power forever, and it mm-hmm. will get used against you. And everybody who's okay with this precedent being set, be okay when the government bends you over, buries their dick in your ass to their balls, and governs you harder. Just remember that. Because you know what? No. I can't get on board with this, and I'm vaccinated. I, mean, because I, I know history too well to know where this fucking ends up. Now, I will tell you, uh, there, is, there is a, if you're not aware of the irony in the side that loves to claim to be anti-fascist of that uh, you're behind a mandate. If you're not aware of that irony, then yeah, I don't know what to tell you. Well, you remember, irony died with 9-11. At least that's what the media has, has, has pumped out. And we now have, you know, what, 20 years of, of, of people who hardly have any memory before 9-11, or the only memory they have is of Barney or Steve from Blue's Clues or some shit. All right? And They've bought into the fucking narrative, dude. They grew up in a world where the, 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 uh, oh shit. How'd they pretty up spying on us? What'd they call it? The Patriot Act? Yeah. Yeah. It's just always been there. It's just always been there. And, and it's been they, renewed by both no parties, cares. which everyone, no cares. everyone yeah. would like to call it a tool of the Republican establishment and this and that. Uh, yeah. Burial bombs renewed it twice. You know, we're, re- what we're really doing is our government is a, beat up piece of shit hoopty and we're arguing about how much we should spend on the rims to put on this fucking piece of shit and one side says no no we should only spend two grand to put to put rims on this motherfucker and the other side's going no no no, we need to spend five grand to put rims on this motherfucker and we get caught up in the rim bullshit not understanding that we're driving around in a beat up fucking hoopty and there's no fucking reason for it and this is how liberty dies with thunderous applause. And you know what, folks? You get the government you fucking deserve. And let me tell you something. Remember this. Every fucking right that's, that, that you fucking give to the government, every time you go, well, it's for the better, the, the greater good, blah, 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 you ain't getting it back. Well, that's and the thing, don't, though. Don't give me this bullshit about, we'll take it back. No, you won't. Yeah, no, yeah. you won't. I'm with you there. Well, the thing is, though, I mean, I guess the other part of me is, like, I'm not surprised because I've said this a hundred times, like, in the last year or so. Who really clamped down last year? Who really, who really, you know, we're always, we're, you know, the fear is always stoked about the Republican Party and this and that, and they're going to be the, they're the ones killing democracy, and they're going to be the, who really fucking clamped down last year? One in the red states, just saying. Yeah, but, you know, there's a couple of memes going around about this, and I find them funny. But at the same time, they're fucking true. You mandate me to get a shot so I can make a living. All right, but if that shot causes me some ill It's not going to. It's been around for a year. Can we stop this nonsense? There is no nonsense. People have died from these shots, boss. Who? I want numbers. I want sources. Instead of telling me there's... I want... 
I'm t- I'm tired of this. Are you saying nobody's died from taking the shot? I'm not saying that, but I'm saying all of this, and it's not just you. It's people on your side. There's this whole. There's this. I want. I want. I want numbers. I want to know where all these wide, dude. If people were, if people were dying in mass from this shit, dude. If it bleeds, it leads. It doesn't matter. It would be all okay. over the news. Okay. One thing. If one person dies from this fucking thing. That's one too many. Oh, that's bullshit then, because then, then let's get rid of the MMR vaccine. Let's get rid of the polio vaccine, because one person can die from those two. Come on, man. Yeah, but you're not forced to take it. Yes, you are. You did, oh, my God. Did you go to school? Not. Did you go to school in Michigan? Yes, you were. Did you go to school in the United States? Yes, you were. You had, to, you had to have those vaccines to set foot into a school when you were I'm five, not. and then Calm again down. when you were 14. Take a breath. I can homeschool my kid and not vax them. Okay, and that's your choice. But did you go to that's public right. school? Did you go to that's public right. school? That's my choice. That is my choice. You're yeah, right. and it's also going to be and the ramifications of your choice is your kid's not going to be allowed to hang out with anybody because okay. the measles were but dead now, and fucking assholes have brought them back because they know more than doctors. Okay, but now you're taking away their choice to get vaccinated. Your choice is A, get vaccinated, make a living. B, don't get vaccinated. Hey, you know work. what? There's rules to participate in society and you got to follow them. You don't want to follow them? Okay. Then, and I'm saying, if, if this causes me any harm, any harm at all, if I get sick because of this motherfucker, I'm suing. Who are you, you suing? You can't. You can't. No, you no. Can't. Stop. You're right. We're putting, we're putting an end to this bullshit. We're putting this faggy baby to bed right now. I'm not dealing with this shit. You can't sue anybody. The right. government and the, cor- and, and the pharmaceutical corporations made sure of that. Okay. 100%. Right? And yes, there are a bunch of inconvenient fucking truths. I see you fucking man bear pig. Okay, to the fucking fact of this vaccine. Why the fuck are politicians exempt from taking it? Why do they get the fucking choice? The United States government is one of the biggest employers in this fucking country. Oh, you work on the fucking you work. You're a federal employee or a contract employee. Better take that vaccination. Oh, but us. Well, don't mind us. Just do what we fucking tell you to do. All right. I mean, here's the point is, is that it's already done. Too many people are. We're just like, yay, it's done. It's over with. If you choose not to get vaxxed at this point, you will not be able to fucking work the job that maybe you're that that, that you're qualified for. Whatever, you're gonna have to find some small business if there's many of them left after all this. Who's willing to hire you and all the bullshit that you got to jump through those hoops, or you can fucking starve. I mean, we literally had Jimmy Kimmel on national television. Saying let unvaxxed people die. See now these these assholes Fuck can him. get fucked. Fuck yeah, him. like Fuck him. Because well, because for starters, what is it? The the oath is first do no harm, right? Like if you're a doctor, that is that is that is blatantly going against one of your your principles. So if I, we are if 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 we're playing the left's favorite game of what if it better be there's one bed left, there's an unvaxxed person dying. And a vaxxed person dying the exact same age, the exact same education level, the exact same disease. Okay, we'll take the vaxxed person first. Well, with our medical but system, it's going to be who's got better insurance, right? Well, you know, healthcare is a human That's, right, along with housing and the internet and every fucking thing else that everybody likes. I mean, we'll 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 get we'll we'll get into that. That's a layer of the onion y'all ain't ready for. Well, we'll get okay. into it a little I've bit. I thought healthcare was a service, but yeah, we'll get into Rich, that. my my other problem, yeah, you're right. You can't sue and that's a bitch, but they're going to force you to do it, so whatever. Here's the other problem. Force me to do it great. 
But even now that I'm vaccinated, I still have another shot I have to take. Yeah. That's how that vaccine works. I got one and then I got to get the other. Then after that, I got to get a booster. Mm -hmm. And then after that, they're going to have a booster for this other variant. I'm like, come the fuck up. You had to get a booster when you went into high school for your MMR and your tetanus and all that. Same shit. Chris, I'm talking about four fucking shots for the same thing, dude. Calm down. Yeah, you got it for the same shit too when you were a kid. You got you got like two shots when you were a baby. You got like two shots when you went into what? Do, I don't understand. It's the same shit. This is this is okay. This is your flavor of fear porn is how many times you got to get jabbed. I get it. Okay, I under I I understand the fear behind that fear that particular flavor of fear porn, but it's still fear porn. And just like any man over fifteen can tell you, porn ain't reality. So. Stop dealing with fucking Fox News and come join the rest of us in the real world. Show me the okay. body counts. This Everyone is, who always says, is, I want to see the body counts. I want to see the numbers. Okay, this, okay, people are going, well, I don't know the long-term effects. You're right. We don't know the long-term effects. As, from everything that I've been told and everything I can find, looking this up on my own, we started, we as a meaning species, started fucking looking for a vaccine for SARS-CoV-2, and we had been studying that for the better part of a decade. We've been working towards that. This shit happened with COVID-19, which is a variant of, I'm explaining it the best way I can, I'm not a fucking virologist, so I don't know all the fucking fancy terms, so you can just go ahead and dismiss my opinion out of hand, because that's what you're going to do anyways if you disagree with me. So fuck you. Turn off the fucking show. But uh, the long-term effects, we still don't know. But we know that we're still finding long-term effects of people who've had COVID. What, what do they call it? The, the, the long COVID is what it's been referred oh, the, the to. The long haulers? And yeah, that, that people that have respiratory issues, heart issues, this and that. And yeah, every fucking, you're sti- any drug that's man-made that you stick in your body is going to have side effects. It's going to affect people differently depending on where, where they're at health-wise, their age, Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. Ooh, oh, it might even affect people differently based on their ethnicity, because you know sickle cell doesn't come after white people, so it's racist, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, there's we don't know. This is how come I had such a fucking uh, a beef with with you with you bristling so much last week, Chris, when he was like when Earl said I took a leap of faith, and you're like a leap of faith, all incredulously. Absolutely, it's a fucking leap of faith. But so is every time I've stuck acid, ecstasy, any street drug in my fucking body. And you know what? I didn't give it this much fucking thought before I did that. So, and here's, once again, though, my choice. I made the choice to get vaccinated. I had COVID. Congratulations to people that had COVID who just had the sniffles. It knocked me on my ass for two weeks and had me gasping for air. I was literally crawling on hands and knees upstairs. Because I couldn't walk up the fucking stairs. I chose to take it, though. My problem is not, well, hey, this is for the better, the betterment of society. My problem is, okay, well, what if this is bullshit? And what if this starts fucking people up long term and they have no recourse? Oh, and by the way, all these boosters, they're not going to be free forever. Eventually, you will have to pay for them, either out of pocket or via your insurance, which will go up because now everybody's got to get the boosters. So everybody's making money off of, well, we hope we got it right. And you have no recourse if you start growing a fucking third ball sack or a third ball in your sack. You, What can you do? 
get pissed and start a podcast. That's fucking it. My That's my fucking problem with this. <laughs> That's my fucking problem with this. And if people go, well, I don't understand that, then you're a fucking idiot who's willfully ignorant, or depending on how stupid you really are, you're either just stupid or you're willfully ignorant about how fucking shit like this works and how the world works. None of this shit is new, guys. We've been here before. We've been here with vaccine. Chris, you brought up the polio vaccination. But show me the fucking people's lives who were dying from fucking polio before the polio vaccination compared to COVID. Yes, once again, inconvenient truth. There is a above 98% chance you'll survive if you get COVID. Was it three quarters of the people who have died this year of COVID have been people who share obesity, diabetes, and a pre-existing heart condition. That's, you know, that's, you just thought that the one that seems to just keep getting swept under the rug is obesity. And as someone who comes from obese people, and obesity probably killed his father, that shit annoys the fuck out of me. Because we're in this whole okay. fucking body positive society, and this and that, and what, obesity this is, what is a thing. Your organs work Harder. It is a fact. You are carrying around more weight. They have to work fucking harder. Obesity Absolutely. is a medical condition. Okay? If you're fat and you're fine with it, I don't care. Great for your self-esteem. Obesity is a medical thing. And how many times did I send you guys things in the unregimented chat of like, oh, perfectly healthy 16-year-old dies from COVID, and then you see the picture and the kid's like fucking 300 pounds. No, that is not perfectly healthy. Exactly. But this is what happens when, when companies understand that fat 14-year-old girls control way more of the economy than they ever should. And so they pander to them. And we have a whole generation that's been told, you can never be criticized. There's no such thing as, honey, you probably shouldn't be this size. It's not really healthy for you. Type that. Oh, that's, you're, you're fat shaming me. That's hate speech. No, I'm worried about your fucking health. Let me tell you something. I'm fat. I've bounced back and forth between a healthy weight and a Jesus Christ, how are you still walking around weight all my fucking adult life. I don't care about being fat except for the health issues. I don't care. Well, you're fat, and I find that uh, disgusting to look at. Then don't look at me, cocksucker. I don't care. But I do care about the health issues that come with it. And just like so many other things in life, this bullshit that we're pushing that, you know, oh, healthy at any size, it's not reality. And the people saying this, look at them. Most of them are in their 20s or early 30s when they're saying this shit. They haven't lived long enough as a disgusting fat body for fucking their health to start to deteriorate. When shit starts falling off because they ate a cupcake, I guarantee they changed their fucking tune. But until that happens... This shit ain't going away. And you're absolutely fucking right. Joe Rogan hammers off about it. Bill Maher hammers away at it. Other fucking political commentators and, 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 and comedians, people who basically the last people on this fucking planet who can tell the truth and not give a fuck have all said the same thing. Why are we not t talking about this in relation to COVID? Oh, because it pisses off the women and women control the purse strings in this society. Whether that's the 14-year-old daughter who you hand $20 to and she goes and spends fucking 19 of it on some fucking soy latte, whatever the fuck that's going to make her ass five times fatter than it already is. Or we're talking about your average fucking husband, wife, two kids, white picket fence, wife controls the purse strings, wife pays most of the shit. 
Because we've all been told our entire lives, if you don't let your wife do that, you're a misogynist. You hate women. You are, Why are you controlling your wife? Yet you have to give up complete control. Okay. So that's just making a decision. And this ain't for everyone going, oh, it's just your opinion. This ain't fact. This is what Dick Kernan and other instructors at Spex Howard taught us on the marketing side of radio. RIP. They pander to who controls the fucking money. Yes. Whoever's controlling and the household in, income gets their ass kissed. And in middle-class America, as of 1999, you may get as upset and triggered as you want. It does not change the fact that this is a fact. Women controlled the finances way more than the men. Well, the men, it's... Think what, what's the, what was the old... Uh, what was it? Our old... Uh, uh, remember, what was his name? Adam Caruso? I remember him mm-hmm. saying, like, this is how his house worked, and this is how generally, like, the country works. He's like, I make the bacon, she gives it out. He's like, or he's like, I bring home the bacon, she gives it out. Yeah, that's generally how most households in America work. Because, I mean, let's, he, ladies, I'll give you this comeuppance. You, you generally run the house. That is a job. You are, you, you are a manager. <laughs> no, absolutely. No, no. No, no. This isn't, this isn't a commentary on the job they're doing. Yeah. That's a different conversation. This is the reality of marketing knows this shit and they fucking pander to you. And when you've been told you're oppressed and you're fucking subjugated your entire life, and then you can walk out and literally spit, scream, throw shit and attack the people who the people stirring the pot tell are telling you are oppressing you and subjugating you. When you can do that to your quote unquote oppressors with impunity, you're not oppressed, but we can't, See past that because victimhood is our currency now, and God damn is the money flowing. Oh, oh, it is. We are. It, it is. We are in the golden age of victimhood culture. Holy shit! And it, when when I knew we were past the tipping point, is when I saw the white trash and the black trash that are fucking criminal elements around me. Some of them even fucking friends. Just to be honest, put put truth out there start playing the victim card. I was like, y'all were the last fucking hope for, yeah, I fucked up. Yeah, I knew what I was doing was fucked up, but, you know, okay, you caught me, whatever. Now it's not my fault. Everybody else's fault, not my fault. I had to defense. Wasn't me. It's not even that anymore. See, that's where you're wrong. They are willingly walking up to you going, yeah, I did it, and I got caught. But it, and it, it's not my fault. Yeah, exactly. It's yeah. not my fault. Took the words out of my mouth. No, they, they, yeah, they're now. Yeah, that was me, but it wasn't my fault. Something. It's it's all now about how external things made you do something. And when and we anyway, and when we were young, we were told to get that shit out of here. That shit. That dog wasn't gonna hunt. Exactly. How many of us who have children or, or, or nephews and nieces been around children? And we did it when we were kids. You get caught. Not my fault. What you just said is absolutely right. <laughs> well, no one else was fucking here when it was broke, so it is your fault. So you're going. It might not be your fault, but your ass is going to take this ass whooping. <laughs> right? Yeah. Okay. So well, you can fucking plead your case all you want. It ain't going to help. You just going to have a <laughs> sore ass and be out of breath. The lamp was Go not ahead, broken before ass. you went into the room. Then you went into the room. Then the lamp was broken. I'm no, just. I'm just doing the math. Look, this, we really need to talk about this on another show because we could get into a very deep dive that could take up fucking an, uh, the better part of an hour or even more, especially if you've actually took an, I don't know, took an, there we go. I'll be an English major, especially if you've actually 
taking the time to sit down and read some articles, go to the World Economic Forum's website that is promoting the Great Reset, watch the videos of the leaders of the World Economic Forum talk about how we're going to use COVID to do a great reset on the world economy and the global economy and how you will own nothing and be happy. And they're not even fucking hiding this shit. It's on their fucking website. 20 years ago, you said this shit. You were a conspiracy theorist. Even though the first time the Great Reset was brought up was over 50 years ago, back in the late 60s. In an economic textbook, by the way. Okay. But, you know, reality doesn't matter. Conspiracy theorist. Okay. Now they're just doing what they always fucking do. We're just going to hide in plain sight. We're just going to stand here and tell you, no, your eyes aren't seeing what you're seeing. You're not smelling what you're smelling. And we are absolutely fucking in the middle of it. What can you do? You can't speak truth to people anymore about anything. And to bring it back to the fucking vaccine, whether you want to hear this or not, yes, there is a risk associated with taking it. We don't know the long-term effects. I will say this. Vaping's been around in some form for over 20 years. I remember hearing about weed vapes and vaporizers back in the 90s. Okay? I, you're telling me scientists didn't know about it? But, right. We, uh, uh, we need to ban vaping because we haven't, we haven't had, to, had a chance to study the long-term effects. But get the whole world to stuff this shit in their fucking arm under threat of losing the ability to survive in today's fucking world. Well, you, you kind of, and just... it's not even had, it's not even had half the fucking time they've had to study fucking vaping that they never fucking bothered, but they just go, well, we don't know. So we should ban it. Well, what's really, what's funny is you're bringing up a point to make your point, but it, it's also reminding me of something to where just, I guess for me, it just something. It, it bothers me whenever I hear somebody going, "Oh, you don't know what's in that," but they got their hand in a bag of Doritos and a Marlboro on their lips. <laughs> like that's the shit that bothers me. Like Chris, oh. I said it. I said it earlier. Okay, I've stuck street drugs in my body. I don't know what's in them. And it, I, I've taken ecstasy that turned out to be fucking meth in pill form. No, but I'm saying, but that's that is that like yikes. But that is something like you're knowingly doing. Like I want to get fucked up. I don't. Fu- I hope this is ecstasy. Like like. That's that's a scenario like you are willingly assuming that risk, right? Like, yes, and I willingly assumed the risk when I went in and scheduled the vaccination before I was told if you want to work a job, you have to have it, I, or work a job with a hundred or more employees. I guess my you thing is like you're willing to walk into lung cancer and, and and obesity and who the fuck knows what is in the processed food you're eating, but I don't know this this medicine that seems to work for most people. You just don't trust. Like it, it, it's. It's the dude. I I I get you, but it's the healthy people who are in their fucking late twenties and early thirties who've tested positive that I've taught. I have family members that this applies to, who have tested positive and they didn't feel shit. And they're like, okay, so if I didn't even get as bad as a seasonal cold and I for sure had COVID, the variant's gonna get me. Like I don't. My first question be, how old are you? Like, because the. The data says the younger you are, the easier it goes on you. That's what I'm saying. That's, these people, these are people like you know my younger my younger cousin and his family, early 30s. And I'm like, yeah. So why are we forcing them? And then you got these motherfuckers out here who want to vaccinate fucking kids right out the goddamn womb. Right. We haven't even approved it for people under 12 yet. 
Now I will say if you want to stick, if I want to, if I just want to stay on brand with me being all about numbers, you really should start the mandate with people over 70 and then work your way down. Start with 70 year olds, then go to, you know, over 60, then go to over, I mean, because that's where the risk is. Look, this is not, here's the bottom line. And it's once again, an inconvenient fucking fact. It's something that the media doesn't want to deal with. So they just fucking act like it's not there. And they call anyone that brings it up. We <laughs> silly conspiracy theorist. Uh, the people that this is not an, first of all, this is not an extinction level event period. End of story. I've not heard one doctor who it, it, we're not talking about the fear porn that we were, it was shoved down our throat when this shit first started, because it was, we were, we all three remember nine 11 when that first plane hit the tower and they started reporting it. Oh, up to upwards of 50,000 people are probably dead. Oh, blah, 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 blah. That's what they were reporting. Well, it wasn't any different at the beginning of color. We know this could be an extinction level event. No, it's exactly what the fucking internet nicknamed it. The boomer remover. Boomer remover and people with pre-existing conditions. Yeah, I remember last year, you know, every like in March, with everyone clutching my pearls, like, oh shit, what's going on? This is crazy. But, you know, after after a few weeks of watching the death counter and sitting there and, and you know, with my calculator, you know, and crunching the, the deaths versus the cases going like, you know, I, I remember getting to like May and June and going like, all right, what's going on here? Like we're, we're not getting over like 3% worldwide. What's, what's, what, what, what are we scared of? Cause where I'm from, I'm seeing a 97% survival rate. Well, I, okay. I will say this. And there's a, there is a segment of society who's walking around. It's just like the flu. No, the fuck it's not. And, uh, I don't trust the CDC numbers. Okay. So no source that contradicts you is a valid source. Yeah. Got it. You're an idiot. We're done having a conversation with you. Go play with your fucking, go eat your crayons and, 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 and pick your nose in the corner. Adults are talking. Okay. By the way, flu season, flu season deaths, according to the CDC from 2010 through 2020, 359,000. Okay. COVID deaths in 19 months, 627,000. Now, you want to fucking go, well, I mean, for a while there, if you died, like, even if you, like, like Kobe died of COVID, right? Because, you know, he was in, a, in the time of COVID, he died, so he died of COVID. Sure, okay. Take 10% off that number. That's 10 years versus 19 months. Even if you take 10, fuck it, take 25% off that number. But my point is, is that this provides proof and this provides evidence to both sides of the argument. You no, know, and that's, that's, the, that's the confusing part of this. You are told to take a side by your fear porn fucking provider, by your pusher, and you fucking slurp it up. You slurp it up like a porn star in your first bukkake fucking scene. You just fucking tilt your head back with your mouth open and ah, shoot it down my gullet. Govern me harder, baby. Whatever the fuck. Because if your side says it must be true, the truth lies both sides have valid points. No, this isn't just like the flu, but no, this is not an extinction level event. So can we stop acting like both of those are factual because they're fucking not? But no, we can't. Why? Because we are post we are post Trump. Our fa our feelings don't care about your facts. And this ain't going anywhere, folks. We've leaned into it. We seek out conflict. We've politicized something as simple as I am a little hesitant to let a big corporation who I have no recourse against basically do testing on me. I'm not saying I won't take it, 
But I want some assurances here. I want some, if something happens, I want to make sure my family ain't standing there with their fucking dick in the wind because I dropped dead because, well, oh, you had this condition? Yeah, you shouldn't have taken the fucking vaccine. But we didn't know that yet. That's a, that's a good faith argument that is that is painted as a bad faith argument. And if you do that, there's not much me and you have to talk about. Because I'm done with, I'm done with assuming the worst about a person who asks a question. I can't do it. Rich, now, if you the also have the, the reporting issue, man. There's people that are hard right. There are people that are hard left for and against it for reasons you've just mentioned. But then there's people like me in the middle going, what the fuck is real? real? What's true? All right, I'm supposed to wear a mask. I'm not supposed to wear a mask. I'm supposed to wear two masks. I, a specific type of mask. Uh, I got to take this vaccine, but not that one. What's funny? It's well, maybe that one, but I got to take two of these, one of those. And I'm like, for a year, bro, seriously, the misreporting of how to deal with this vaccine has has people more right, more left, and then people in the middle are going more what the fuck. Well, I, what am Earl, I supposed to do? You bring up something that Rich kind of, you know, uh, when he was saying kind of, you know, it made my brain light up a little bit. You ever notice the juxtaposition of the people who believe in the CDC between this year and last year? Last year, everybody on the left was saying, don't believe the CDC. They're a tool of the, you know, they're, they're, they're just a mouthpiece for Trump and blah, 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 and this and that. And this year, all of a sudden, the people on the left, the CDC is the law of the fucking land. Yeah, and and vice versa. People on the right last year were like, no, it's the CDC. It's, it, and this year, it's like, no, it's, it's Biden, CDC. You can't trust it. Last time yeah, I checked, I, it was a bunch of fucking doctors. But By the way, uh, their Cheeto Jesus is vaccinated, but that never gets brought up. Mm-hmm. That never gets brought up in all the anti-jab uh, stuff. Did you ever see the clip where he said he took it and he got booed? Yeah, yeah. And the only people that reported on that were the people who were pushing their brand of fear porn that is full of TDS. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah, Fox he actually fucking... got COVID and said he felt better after. I was like, okay. Well, because, too, he also... He might... The most powerful man in the world had COVID. He got fucking treatments we'll probably never fucking hear about. Exactly. It's once again, it's 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 the Joe Rogan fucking story. Okay, that was misreported by CNN. Oh, he's taking horse to wormer. No, he's not. He's yes, these same chemical compounds that are at the genesis of that med- of that medicine can be used to treat horses and humans. Yeah, it's, all, it's used to but, treat rosacea and humans. Exactly. Exactly. It's it, he's not taking horse to wormer. He didn't go down to fucking Pet Supplies Smart or whatever the fuck Pet Smart or Pet Supplies Plus and pick up a big fucking bottle. But that's how it's being reported. And as much as I love memes, memes aren't fucking factual. No. Okay. A good there's a difference between recite testifying in court and telling what happened. And telling your boys the story over some beers. There's a complete difference in the two. One, you try to, be, you should, in theory, in court, be as factual as possible. No speculation. It's this is what I saw. Well, who? Are, and if they try to slander your character, why should we believe you? I don't know. That's up to y'all, really. That's what the jury's here for. Doesn't matter to me. I didn't perjure myself, so I can walk out of here with a clear conscience. Have a nice one. But when you're telling the story, you put 100 on 10, man. You start yeah. talking shit, okay? You embellish shit for the fucking humor in it, and your boys know you're doing it. They know you're fucking, you're, you, oh, okay, okay, we're, okay, we're, we're amping it up because the shit's funny. Whatever. But it's harmless. 
The problem is we've lost sight of that. Now everybody just wants to tell these fantastical stories that are like, did you pull this out of your ass? I mean, like all the stories I hear, all the stories I hear parents. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, no, I'm saying like, 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 well, like last year, all the stories that were making the rounds were, oh, I did, it, COVID is real. You know, their last words. And this year, it's what is it? No, the hundred stories. Like, I should have gotten the vaccine. Uh, yeah, like, begging for the vaccine as they with their with, as they gasp their last breath. They're begging for yeah, the vaccine. I'm seeing that. And I'm like, this is just bullshit. Just like last year when you've seen the people who their last words like, oh, it's real. No, fucking, you're spinning a goddamn narrative. And by the way, I'm gonna prove to you that the extremist are the exact same people. And here's how I'm going to do it. Chris, I know you've had to heard this story about Darwin on his deathbed. No, go ahead. But then really? It was a bunch of bullshit. Oh, we're, uh, I believe in God. He, Jesus is real. He recanted, supposedly he recanted on his deathbed. I've heard that okay. from so many evangelical Christians in my life. And I'm like, what proof do you have? And this is well before the end. Because there's mountains of proof of his theory otherwise. What's, what's proof of his deathbed theory? Yeah. You know, and then and then there's like, but then you get the people who that once again pre pre internet being mainstream. I'll put it that way. The internet was around when I was hearing this shit when I was younger, but only the most cutting edge people were fucking using it. But that story was passed around like wildfire amongst Christians, and then here in Michigan, we have a town called Hell, huh. and one of the roads that lead to the center of town of Hell, Michigan, is named Darwin. And, of course, anytime I would hear the story about Darwin recanting on his deathbed, if there was more than three or four Christians around, inevitably I'd hear the story of, well, you know, that's because, you know, the, the, you know, the, the, the satanic powers in control of our government have to always leave hints. And they showed you right there, Darwinism leads you straight to hell. And I'm like, oh, my fucking God. Okay. This, okay, yeah. These are the same fucking mentality. This is the same mentality we're dealing with now. Absolutely. It's just a different flavor of crazy, folokes. Like stop the bullshit. Like just these, stop. The people the people that are screaming for the vaccine on their deathbed needs to be reminded it's a vaccine, not an antidote. You can't take this and poof, you're popping out of the fucking bed and off the ventilator. Okay, well, I'm going to get into Biden in a second, but I just want to say if Biden was trying, by his his address of the nation where he announced his mandate, was trying to uh, bring us together and convince people who aren't convinced, he did a really shitty job. Really shitty. But, I mean, that's just Biden at this point anyways. I mean, you know, he gets up there and he goes, we've been patient enough with you. Motherfucker. Gee, gee thanks, Dad. Cocksucker. Cock who the fuck are you? Who the fuck do you think you are to get up in front of the people who are your motherfucking bosses, the people who put your ass in power, the people who allow you to fucking use the crooked system that you've helped fucking prop up and build your entire fucking adult career and tell us you're tired of us. You know what? Our patience running thin, too. And here's the deal. You better hope the motherfuckers that you are kicking the hornet's nest you know, the real motherfuckers out in the woods living off the grid, armed to the gills. Go ahead. Keep kicking that hornet's nest. See, you, this shit will play with with Joe Sixpack because we saw what Joe Sixpack is going to do. They're going to riot and then they're going to go to the Capitol and take shout out photos. 
They ain't gonna do shit. End of fucking story. That was not a revolution. That was not an insurrection. That was a fucking team either winning or losing the Stanley Cup in Vancouver. Well, not the That's other. All the fuck it was. Well, not on the other side too. You're just gonna burn down a fucking Walgreens and fucking you know destroy a neighborhood. Where's that revolution? Because remember the year ago too, that revolution was gonna happen as well. Well, you know, it's just like you know all the people on the left who were screaming during the summer of 2020 to fund the police, to fund the police, and turned a blind eye to the shit Antifa was doing, like trying to use quick set concrete to wall people in, like employees of a police department, and attempt to firebomb the building. Like that got reported for like half a day and then buried quickly. That's that's no fucking coincidence. It's not even a conspiracy. It's just factual. Our media will not report shit that they think is going to get people to change the channel or fucking wake the fuck up. And it ain't like it ain't like all this you need to be woke. No, you actually need to go take a nap. You've been awake too fucking long. You're seeing and hearing shit. Go fucking lay down, take a nap for a while. Let us talk. Media don't care about fucking enlightening you anymore. It's about making a buck. And they figured out they can make bigger bucks by pissing you off and pumping fear in you than by telling you anything fucking real happening in this world. Well, yeah, scared person's going to tune back in to see if everything's going to be okay. Every motherfucking... Dude, what happened to the fucking, the so-called liberals in this country? Because I remember uh, Fahrenheit 9-11, bowling for Columbine. You know, Michael Moore putting out, look at all this fear porn. Look at how the, the fear, the fear, the fear, the fear, they pump into your fucking head. Well, when they're pumping the, the fear that you approve of into people's head, all of a sudden you have no problem with it. Really? Yeah, really? I'm to make a documentary about that. <laughs> Okay, when, when the FBI either released a statement or, or a memo was released due to Freedom of Information Act or whatever the fuck, when, when it came out that people in the FBI were saying the biggest threat to America are uh, uh, white domestic terrorists, far-right white domestic terrorists, all the usual suspects got up and clapped and said, yep, we've been telling you, we've been telling you, look, look, but yet... In the last couple weeks, they've said in the last couple weeks they've said, "Oh well, you know, by the way, Antifa, yeah, they're just as big of a fucking problem." Oh, well, crickets. Yeah, yeah that's I've, what I fucking well, say, thought. I haven't heard that at all. I have heard that FBI, from Antifa. zero news sources, and I try to keep mine pretty balanced. I, uh, hold on. No, I'm, I don't doubt you. I'm just—it's uh, one of those. Remember that song? Things that make you go, hmm. Uh, FBI, Antifa, first thing that pops up, domestic terrorism, FBI, FBI.gov, okay? FBI director uh, clarifies, Antifa is not a fiction. Okay, then they throw in the, the, the Trump shit from fucking like over a year ago. Uh, da, 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 da. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, dude, dude, 2017, FBI Homeland Security warned of more Antifa attacks. Examining extremism. Antifa, Center for Strategic and... Hold on, sorry. Uh, Center for Strategic and International Studies, blah, blah, blah. Let's see here. Examining extremism, Antifa. Uh, it basically goes into organizational structures, tactics, tactics and targets, threat assessment. Uh, let's see here. Um, I, I, sorry, this isn't... I'd have to do some digging. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. 
amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. But you, know, I, like I said, if you have you have a smartphone, you have a computer, Google it. Go past the first couple fucking pages of fucking results too, because that's another trick that's being used. The shit, that, the shit, the outrage clicks and the and the reinforcer your 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 bias clicks are all on the front front couple pages. You got to go dig it in a little into a couple of the O's in the Google at the bottom of the page that I bet you some people don't even know is there. Oh, that's a tactic I'm familiar Oh, absolutely. When you want the real information, yeah, it ain't on the first page. The first yeah. page is all the outrage clicks because that's how Google works. It's the things yeah. that were clicked on the most. And, guys, this isn't, once again, conspiracy theorist. What, what conspiracy? It's a, you can fact check it yourself in two seconds. You can, you can Google shit. And dig into the results and see they bury the fucking shit. They bury the real information. They put all the fucking opinion pieces up front and present them as fact. Yeah, but the problem is, Rich, is it's 2021, and we're lazy in America now. And we have our thoughts, and we have our feelings, and as soon as we Google it and get the one thing that, hey, that's right, that I was right. Yeah, we're not digging anymore. Well, look, once again, deal with reality on reality's terms. 
This is the reality of the world we live in right now. Okay. And there's going to be people who try to minimize the fact that this mandate is now basically the law of the land without ever setting, uh, spending one second in front of any lawmakers. Not that it would have helped at all, but you know, they're bought and paid for and given their agendas and walking in marching orders. But I mean, just understand all you people clapping and cheering and taking your victory laps and shit, it will be used against you. And when it does and you come crying to people like me, you'll get no sympathy, yeah. none whatsoever, none. Just like the motherfuckers on the right who were clapping when 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 W rammed the fucking Patriot Act through because of 9-11. Okay? Fuck that. Fuck that. Now it's starting to be used against them. Tucker Carlson was named as a person of interest or whatever in an FBI investigation. His name got released. This bow tie wearing dumbass gets on fucking TV and has the balls to act surprised. Motherfucker, you ain't in the club. Just because you're on TV and people and some people like you, you think you're you think you're above this shit? You think you're protected? No, motherfucker. You are not in the club. And what club? The elites and us, the unwashed masses. And if you need a comparison, let me break it down for you in the simplest way I can. Okay, put down your avocado toast and your double fucking soy latte, grande, whatever the fuck, and listen to me, okay? Okay. All right, here we go. Every time you turn on your fucking computer, every time you fucking finger fuck your smartphone, do you think about all the fucking slave and child labor that went into making that so you can have it at a nice cheap price? No the fuck you don't. And you don't care neither. Why? Because they're beneath you. And that's what the fuck we are to the people who rule this fucking world. End of fucking story. Yeah, let's talk about what happens the, when you're... The clothes that you're wearing, too. Oh, everything. And I'm guilty of it. I try to be a little bit... A little bit conscious of where I buy my shit. Do I have a choice? Can I've paid more for shit because I know it's not coming from some slave fucking labor. When I was in a band, one of the guys, his his extended family, one of them ran a fucking church here in Detroit, and they were like, we were talking about merch, and I'm talking about going to the screen screen printing company, which was like ten miles from where we were sitting. All right, everything's fucking. You know, done here, decent way. I worked at the shop. Decent wages paid. We weren't going to make a lot on the merch, but we would get merch, be high quality. Well, uh, my extended family, who's, you know, runs the church, they just, you know, they said we can get it for like 30 cents from China. And I'm like, and what type of slave labor is used to do to, to make that shit? I'm sorry. I, I got to go. I got to put my head down on a pillow and sleep at night. And I can't do it. I, I just can't sleep like a baby. Knowing that I willfully fucking walked into a situation and exploited people. Now, I mean, if you well, we won't go down this rabbit hole, but this is a valid criticism of capitalism. Capitalism exploits people. Yes, it fucking does. But every fucking economic system that we have ever come up with, when you play it out, it ends up exploiting people. Yep. Who's got the best fucking shot? What system provides the Joe Blow average the best shot of digging himself out of fucking abject poverty into the middle class in one generation? Capitalism. And we don't even have pure capitalism in this country. No, we don't. It's, it's very much a hybrid economy. Well, yeah, we're 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 yeah, we're we're very much turning into an oligarchy. There you go. And this and, and this is why the shit with Biden 
like the mask slipped. And this is why Biden is is dangerous to himself and his party, because he's an old man. And I truly believe if he hasn't been diagnosed with some sort of fucking degenerative neurological disease when it comes to his, you know, his cognitive ability, I would be very shocked. But I let's put it this way. If he doesn't run again in 2024 or steps down before 2024 and uses that as the reason he did, I'm not I'm not shocked either. I'm just like, of course he has. Of my four birth grandparents, three of them died from the shit and I watched them. I know what it looks like. I know what it sounds like. It looks and sounds like Joe Biden. And Joe Biden got up there with his, our patience is running, is wearing thin. Well, my patience has been gone for a while, bro. So I guess that and then $5 to get you a small coffee at Starbucks. I, what the fuck you want from me? But what pisses me off is he gets up there and talks to us like that. And we just accept it because these aren't, these aren't, these people, I've, I've covered this. These aren't, these aren't leaders. They think are, there are rulers. And the truth is they're the middleman. The people who, who pull the strings, the people who write the laws in this country, we never fucking see talking on the news. Nope. These are the people attached to the strings and the people controlling the marionettes and the puppets above them are the ones we don't see. Those are the ones in the shadows. Those are the ones with real power. As long as private citizens and businesses are allowed to donate to political campaigns, it's always going to be like that. Like we've, 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 Chris, you, you conspiracy theorist. Well, no, we've said this a million times on unregimented and now on here. Like as long as, as our, as our election finance, uh, system is how it is. That's how it's going to be. Until they, until they, until it's public money is used and not private money, that's what's going to happen. All you need to really stop and think about is this: a congressperson's elected. Once that congressperson's elected, that person never stops campaigning because they have to get reelected every two years. That person is on the campaign trail from probably about a year before they they get elected to when they decide they're not going to run again. That's when you might start to see the mass slip on that person, and when no term limits. That could be a lifetime. That could be a lifetime. I mean, this kind I don't know where you want to put this in the order, but we, we can just slide right into talking about AOC. I mean, you want to That's talk- fine, because I, I, I'm with that. I mean, I just want just to, to wrap it up on, the, on the, the mandate. Look, I'll support anyone saying you, you have to do something against your fucking will to survive, to be able to have a job, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But at the same time, I get it. It's not a fucking cut and dry issue. It's a very complicated issue that's very nuanced. And there's a lot of context that has been lost because we boiled it down to fuck you, fascist, fuck you, libtard. And that's it. And we're never here's the bitch of it. We're never going to get to the fucking truth with like that. And that is exactly uh uh-huh, uh-huh, the way they like it. And you just got to accept it because you ain't going to unless you're willing to die and pick up a rifle and die to stop it. Shut the fuck up. You ain't going to do shit. Eventually, you will take your government shot or you'll starve because there won't be any help for you. The government's not going to bail you out because you lost your job because you refused to, to go along with the government mandate to, main, to, to, to keep your job. That's not going to happen. Well, no, because they're going to shoot right back at you what you've been seeing at them. Well, that was your choice. Yep. You told yep. me you had a choice. You're right. Well, you also made a choice to where now you can't have your job. And But there's also, see, this is how you can tell how much abuse the average person goes through. Because anytime someone puts you in a no-win situation, that is one of the most insidious forms of abuse you can do to a person. You're damned if you do, if you're damned if you don't. You put a person in what they call a Kafka trap, 
to where you accuse them of something. And if they declare their innocence, that proves their guilt. And if they stand mute, that proves their guilt. So they can never win. How? Oh, like white people have been in for like the last five years? Oh, did I say that out loud? Oh, oops. A lot of people have been in it. A lot of people have been in it, man. And it's, it's, it's growing. I mean, even about the fuck, something as innocuous as Nicki Minaj tweeting out uh, about, like, you know, her cousin and a friend, and he got vaccinated, and now he's fucking sterile, and blah, 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 blah. And she's like, look, I'm not telling you not to get vaccinated. I'm just saying, don't let anyone bully you into doing anything you don't want to do. Nicki Minaj has been fucking one of the biggest torchbearers for fucking everyone in the Democratic Party for the last couple of years. Didn't she fucking interview Biden at one point? Or am I thinking some other fucking overrated dumbass rapper? Probably. Anyways, it doesn't matter. The point is, she got attacked. And she and it, she really put the cherry on top and, and put the loaded gun in their hand because she said, pray on it and don't let anyone bully you into doing something you don't want to do. Oh, you brought up, you invoked the name of God in some fucking way. We're done. We're done. It's fair. It's it just is what it is, man. It's it's the reality of the situation. I, if you don't want it, the shot. I hope you know someone who's got a very successful small business that'll never have over a hundred fucking people there. And believe me, if you have governors that allow this shit, because like right now, I believe there's 16 governors saying, "I'm not enforcing that. Not in my state. You can go fuck off. You want? Come make me enforce it. Do it. I dare you. And if they if they hold the line, maybe you won't have to get one if you live in those states. Maybe. Until at least there's a change in power at the top. But if they at the barrel of a gun force everybody into comply, you're going to get it. You're going to get it. And I'll say you it. might as well just accept it. I feel like this hasn't been brought up. What if this was Trump's mandate? It would be the exact opposite of the, the people cheering would be the people who are now fucking la resistance. <laughs> and the people who are la resistance would be cheering. It's it's. We are a very simple species. We are hardwired to find and seek out, like actively seek out conflict amongst each other. I mean, wasn't it the, I don't know, Adam Carolla has been beaten on this and I don't, he's like the only person that has. Kamala Harris last September, you know, right now she's, she's out, the, well, I don't know where she is, but she's on the side that's like, get the vaccine, get the vaccine, get the vaccine, get the vaccine. And what wasn't it in one of the ba- debates where she was like, where they're like, you're gonna get the vaccine? She's like, yeah, I don't know, I don't know, I don't trust anything that comes from Donald Trump. Well, these all these vaccines came from Donald Trump. Well, that's the other thing that, that's going on in this country is a whole group of people are being gaslit, and that's fucking the working poor and the poor in this country. They're being told that they should ha- they should absolutely trust their government. Government's never done anything to them. That's absolute horseshit. Uh, yeah. Okay, that's absolute horseshit. And I don't care what race you are. Poverty is the great equalizer in this country. Yes. When people talk equity, the only equity is that we all have a race to the bottom. And then once we're all equally worthless, our masters will be happy. They'll still keep us fighting amongst each other, but they'll be happy. They won't. Their standard of living isn't going to go down. No, not at all. And if you need any proof that our ruler's standard of living doesn't go down, we had a congresswoman who went to the Met Gala in a $35,000 fucking dress with handlers holding the tail of her dress, and she had painted tax the rich on the back of the dress. You can't make this up. And her ticket was free? So now there's a, a House committee that wants to know how her ticket got paid for? But yeah, I, I saw her in that dress, and I'm like, first of all, bitch, do you know where you are? Do you know who's around you? You're, you're, it's $30,000 a plate. Everyone in that room. You're talking about everyone in that room. And what are you doing there? 
Because either, yeah, either you got 30 grand laying around, so you're definitely not one of the unwashed masses anymore, and you haven't been for a few years, if you know what Congress people make. Mm-hmm. Or, yeah, or, like, that's... I'm with this House committee. Like, how'd you get that ticket? I mean, if, if, remember we, if we were going to investigate every time Donald Trump sneezed, then, yeah, we need to look at this, too. Remember when... Well, we know what it is. The, the thing is, did she cross all her fucking T's and dot her I's and lowercase J's? Mm-hmm. If she did that... Legally, she's fine. We look; they do they do their dirt in plain view of us. It's not even a secret how fucking shit works in this country. I mean, the first thought that as soon as I saw that photo, the first thought that jumped in my head was like, "Here you go, people! Proof that irony is fucking dead." She's talking about she's wearing a dress that says "Tax the Rich" in a room full of people that would eat that that would that would get that tax. She's. Do you remember on Unregimented when we were talking about? Uh, she she had gotten like a six hundred dollar haircut, and we were talking about whoa 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 whoa. I, we, I thought you were a populist. I thought you were for the fucking common man. No common man pays six hundred dollars for their fucking hair. This is a response I got from a female friend of mine. I I had to stop listening to, to to three white men talk about this shit after I heard that, and I was like, oh okay. Well, let me strap into my five point harness. Go retard. Well, you don't understand how much fucking hair it costs when you go to salon. Okay. Don't that go to a salon. A stra- there. Thank you. You stepped on my fucking dick. Sorry. Thank you. Sorry. Sorry. Uh, sorry. Uh, that's called a straw man argument. That's called a fucking don't look at the right hand. We're going to focus on the left hand. Why are you paying $600 for a haircut in the first place? You could go to fucking Fantastic Sam's, pay $100, and look just exactly the same. By the way, AOC's hair is, I mean, straight as fucking. I like I, I I I don't know like like what what was done to her hair that was six hundred dollars worth I, and if that's six hundred dollars worth then she is bad with money why are we listening to her on right. economic policy yeah. <laughs> dude if I just, my ex wife used to make fun of me if I pay over sixty dollars for a pair of shoes it fucking kills me like oh my god like it's, it's, yeah that's that's how regular people are someone tell me yeah I, well first of all. I mean, I haven't been in a haircut chair since I was 23, so there's that. But someone handed me a bill and said, all right, 600 for what? For what? You well, did something other, that someone I would pay $8 would do. Well, the other distracting distraction that they throw, try to throw out there is, well, you know, oh, listen, these three white men attacked this woman of color for getting her hair done. Why aren't they bitching about the, the male politicians and how much their suits cost? Uh, yeah, because I guarantee you ain't none of them went to fucking men's warehouse. They ain't liking the way they look. Again, if I, if I pay over $100 for a suit, I'm like, am I going to... If, if, if I'm paying over $100 for a suit, I better be wearing that Bro. motherfucker five days a week. Bro, you are cheap as fuck, dude. Hey. <laughs> Bro, seriously. Seriously. Suits are like, fucking expensive. Suit, yeah, suits are... Yeah, you know when I wear a suit? Weddings and funerals. Why am I going to pay hundreds of dollars something I'm going to wear like maybe once a year? Look, look. I had a sales job. I had to wear a suit, Okay. Basically, about $900 got me uh, three separate suits, a black one, a gray one, an earth tone one, all the shirts, ties, and then dress shoes and socks that I needed to work a five-day work week and then take it to the fucking dry cleaners and start over. And I could mix and match so it doesn't look like I'm wearing three suits, you know what I'm saying, and, and five shirts and shit like 29 that. 29 or two for 50. Nine. Yeah. And I went to, went, I went to men's warehouse. And for less than $1,000, I walked out. And, okay, let's 
So for what, maybe sixteen hundred, I could have had a suit for every day of the week. But that's what I'm saying. I understand the investment if it's you have to wear it every day. But I'm saying like I wear a suit, like job interviews, my, weddings, funerals. Like, do you think there's any politician besides maybe someone like Bernie Sanders walking around in a suit that costs less than a thousand dollars? No, but I think a smart one would. I think if you're like, especially if you're down south, or if you're in the if you're in the Midwest, the Rust Belt. You better have yourself a men's warehouse suit in your closet somewhere. Don't you don't you remember during the inauguration the the Bernie sitting meme that was everywhere, and he yeah. got so much shit because people were like he's wearing the same coat he wore to the, the the inauguration four years earlier, and I'm like, good, yeah. yeah. Why are you mad at him? Like the 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 biggest smoking gun. The retarded right could come, could come up with to slander Bernie was, oh, he spent $400,000 on a lake house in Massachusetts. That's a shack. Bro, I live right near White Lake, Lake Orion. Uh, that's uh, Lake Orion for everyone not from Michigan, by the way. Um, uh, Wald Lake. These are all within fucking pissing distance of me. The shacks on no, and we ain't in Massachusetts, by the way. Yeah, but I think the, the shacks point- on those fucking lakes go for half a million dollars, and they're one bedroom, one bathroom, falling down shack. I understand what you're saying, but I think the point these people were maybe trying to make is that was Bernie's second house. Like most people have one house. Yeah, I get that, and he's also what, damn near eighty, and his his wife had worked in the private sector her entire fucking career. Well, and he's also, and I mean, he's also what, been pulling down six what, figures for how how long has he been in Congress? I mean, this is what I'm saying. And and what happens usually when two upper middle class people? I'm not talking about Bernie and his wife. I'm just talking about like someone who works at Detroit Diesel or Ford or whatever are getting ready to retire. They usually buy a house up north here in Michigan, somewhere on some fucking body of water. We are the Great Lakes state, okay? I mean. Or they get one that's like a mile and a half from the beach in some podunk town. But I guess the, way up UP. God, I, you have me defending these people. But it's, but I, I, the other part where they're coming from, Bernie just constantly rails about how the common man is getting fucked. Well, the common man doesn't own two houses. The common man doesn't make six figures a year. Like it's it's, it's, the, it's the same beef I got with AOC. Like you're done. You're why stop not, stop talking that? about how everyone gets. Fu- you're done. You make fucking two hundred thousand dollars a year, and you have for fucking four years. You're not one of them. Shut the fuck up about telling me about normal people. Sorry, well, go ahead. One of the biggest memes going around that I love right now is everybody bitching about Trump's uh, tax returns. And the meme says, I don't want to know about it. Uh, I don't want to see tax returns from a billionaire who went into the private sector. I want to know about all the tax returns from these fucking poor people that become millionaires once they get into politics. Yeah. I just, Bill Clinton. Uh, was worth, uh, oh I forget God. the numbers, but he was worth like low six figures when he took office and worth like $10 million when he left office. Oh, Bill Clinton and, is... And you only make oh $450,000. So let's just times 450000 times eight and see if it adds up to $10 million. Eight times 450000 Round it up to half a million a year and don't take any taxes out. He still wouldn't have that much money after eight yeah. years in office. Uh, nope. $450,000, that's $3.6 million for his eight terms. Yet somehow he fell into seven million dollars more. It's crazy. Yeah, him and his wife. I mean, if you've seen them when they were in Arkansas, they are the epitome of trailer trash. Yeah, I think but it was somehow like they when they were... come out of the White House, they're fucking immensely rich. Yeah, I think they were like barely worth uh, 
five hundred grand a year when they took office. And yeah, but at the end, ten million. And it happened to everybody though. I'm sure we could do the same shit with Obama, same shit with everybody. Bush. You know, I bet you Trump. But not oh, just yeah. presidents. Moreover, the fucking senators, man. Yeah, Those no, exactly. Senators are yeah, exactly. Rich as fuck. AOC was a bartender. She was making what? 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 Did she said she was making like thirty, forty grand a year or something when she took mm-hmm. office. Yeah, I want to see where she lives now. Look, this is this is why when the end, near the end of spring this year, I believe it was when this story broke that one of the BLM founders had been flipping real estate in L.A. and had had basically did it well enough to where they could buy a. Now this is going to sound like. Ooh, big time for motherfuckers from like you know middle of podunk america you gotta remember this is in fucking la she bought like a 1.3 million dollar house for her family like her mother and her aunts and everybody oh, lives there oh, in la 1.3 in la that's oh. like a four-bedroom house say, yeah four, no, one and a half going. bath house yeah that's that's a ranch style house Dude, uh uh adam carolla's uh news woman uh has a instagram account uh it is called million dollar shit boxes and all she does, she drives around L.A. and takes pictures of houses that are worth over a million pieces or that are, that are worth over a million dollars and they are pieces of shit. Absolutely. And here's my point by bringing that up. The, 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 the people who, you know, for whatever reason, malicious or not, have issues with fucking, you know, Black Lives Matter. We're like, proof. Look, she said she's a trained Marxist, but look, she's a capitalist pig when it comes to flipping houses. I wasn't mad that she made money. I wasn't mad that she found a house to put her family in. I'm just mad that she has rules for thee, not for her. Yes. That, that, rules th- for thee, not for me. Fuck you, cunt. I don't care who you are. Fuck you, Biden. Fuck you, Trump. Fuck, fuck any listener who feels that way. I got both my middle fingers right here. One's going up your ass, and the other's going down your fucking throat. Fuck you, cocksuckers. Go die. I don't care. You're pieces of shit. Because we all, we all would lay down in traffic for our fucking family and our fucking children. So who the fuck are you to sit there and act like, oh, yeah, yeah. why she shouldn't have a fucking $1.4 million house in L.A. for half her fucking family. No, she absolutely has the right to do that. But she shouldn't be railing that, against, she shouldn't be telling us we're evil if we exactly, want the same thing. Exactly. Exactly. That's where your fucking anger is, has been directed through fucking manipulation, media, government, whatever, school, everything. It's all hypocrisy. It's all been beating your head. Look, we are born. Okay. Aaron used to say this all the time. And I finally snapped one time on unregimented because we're all hypocrites. We're all as if, if, as if that excuses everything. Okay. Well, we're all born sociopaths because we want what we want when we want it. And we don't care whose life we fucking destroy to get it. Period. You have to teach a child. You have to teach a child. You want a rebuttal. You can wait until I'm done. You can, you have to teach a child. No, you can't just go over there and beat Jimmy's head against the wall and take what's his. That's not how life works. You can't do that. That's wrong. That child doesn't know it's wrong. A child doesn't know right from wrong. A child doesn't give a fuck about right from wrong. That child wants what that child wants. We don't have to wallow in this shit, though. We don't have to go, well, since we're all fucking born hypocrites. How about this? How about, okay, we're born hypocrites. How about part of our journey in life, since you don't believe in any afterlife, is to improve ourselves through this journey we call life. To shed our hypocrisy as best we can. To shed our selfishness as best we can. 
to kill our egos and not let our ids run around like drunken frat boys on a Friday night. Yeah. You have to Is be that told that you to can't. Eat, you have to be told that you can't eat ice cream for every meal. You have to be taught that. I, yeah, Earl and I have a friend who her kids' teeth rotted right the fuck out to her fucking head, and that kid ate nothing but garbage. And that kid's not even eighteen years old. And I'm like, and Damn. your teeth are rotting out of your fucking Jesus head. Jesus Christ! Before eighteen, and meth was not involved. Mm-mm. Wow, that's a lot. That's a lot of sweets. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm sure there's some sort of Pro- genetic probably bad genetics too. Yeah, but still, before eighteen. But, wow. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, dude. That's what I'm saying. Now, I'm sorry. Like, did Earl, you ever brush you your teeth? A... Like, sorry. I, I, wasn't, I wasn't getting close enough to them to stick my face in their fucking mouth, or it was my face near their mouth, and get a whiff of that shit. You had you, okay? You had a rebuttal. Go ahead. I don't have a rebuttal, man. I was agreeing with you. Wholeheartedly, you were you saying said, that you we said don't... I was wrong that, that we're not born sociopaths. No, you said that we don't care whose life we fuck up. I was like, no, not really. Uh-uh. Uh, <laughs> if I, I want what I want. I, no, I bad. want what I want. Fuck anybody that has to lay down. Well, uh, this is not. These are not virtues. No, but we've turned them into virtues in this world. You know, it, I, I, I've, I've quoted this passage from The Stand by Stephen King. If you know anything about that book, it was written in the 70s. It was released, I want to say, in 79. Okay? And in 79, one of the bad guys keeps a journal. And he basically betrays the good guys. And they find his journal, but it's too late. And, you know, he's done what he was going to do, and he's left town. And it's at the cost of life and everything. And they're reading the journal, and there's a part in there where he said, people think that you need to change for the betterment of the world. I think the world needs to change for the betterment. Or, no, people think you need to change so the world's a better place. The world needs to change for me. And they, and then the main characters are all sitting around talking about how sick and twisted and demented this mindset is. This is the mindset we, we live in now in 2021. If we don't like something, if we don't like a response that our behavior, behavior elicits, we don't change our behavior. We attack the person who responded properly to being treated like shit by us and again we and go why can't you just take my shit and again, we were when we were young i, I sort of i get i feel like i said i'm sick of saying this i feel like when i turned 40 i turned 65 like when we were we were told that shit didn't play like get the fuck out of here you like you are the master of your own destiny you're the captain of your own whatever fucking cliche i gotta throw out it was something like, no, you did that. You made the choice. You led yourself into this situation. But now, no, yeah, you're right. No, no, someone made you do that. It's not your fault. Well, we're to the point now where it's just like, I don't care if what I'm doing is self-destructive. You have to fucking sit there in silence and let me do it. Well, no wonder we have a whole, we're on to two generations who don't know how to adapt because we don't, they, exactly what you just said. Instead of adjusting your behavior you want everyone else to adjust to you that's not how shit is it's not how it should be uh, you know I, I i sent you guys the video because the marines have finally fucking relented because the marines were the last branch of the service that did uh, uh gender segregation during boot camp and i guess once women got the the, the high sign that it's okay for them to be in combat the last argument the marines had went by the wayside now the video I sent you was of with, with uh, it's it's hand to hand combat. OK, now they're padded up and they got football helmets on. But if you've ever been in, in, in one of those, you know, with the with the I, I just had a brain fart, the stick, the, the, the padded sticks they use to 
to fight with. If you've ever been hit with one, even with a helmet on, that shit hurts. Especially when you got a fucking motherfucker who's in the best shape of his life swinging with ill intent at you. And believe me, if you don't swing with ill intent in boot camp, your drill instructor will grab you by the, whatever they can fucking grab that's hanging off your body and then lay into you with ill intent and make sure you understand. Go kill that person. You don't stop until I put my hands on you and tell you to stop. Do you understand me, sir? Yes, sir. This recruit understands. And you go do what the fuck you're told. Well, they put a woman up against a man, and he went right the fuck over top of her, just like we all know is going to happen nine times out of ten. What? But you know Does what? Does he know about pussy hats? But you know what? Good. Good. Marines have a slogan. The few, the proud, the Marines. We're looking for a few good men, or I guess people these days, whatever. So uh, okay. was he Not everyone's on, a good man. Was he attacked online? I don't know, and I don't care. For being a misogynist asshole? For just running over that woman? And I'm going to tell you what. You know what, that, you know what that WM did? She got the fuck up and went back after him. Good. She probably didn't know where the fuck she was. But that's what you want. No, but good. That's why I want my Marine. Marine. Yeah. Yes. Yes. No quarter given because there's none going to be. Don't ask for any quarter because none will be given on the battlefield. I say just like with the police, I am too much of a push to do that job. So, yes, I want people like that so I could sit here and fucking for three hours a week talk about how I think everything sucks with my friends and no one's going to fucking kick in my door. Yes, I want those type of people. I want. I feel like Jack Nicholson right now. I want you on that wall. I need you on that wall. Need you on that wall. Yeah. <laughs> no, there was a lot of truth in that fucking in that in that monologue. Oh, that I movie. love that. Is I am not big on dramas. That is real like, quick. That real is one quick, of my Chris, favorite fucking my dramas. Wife and I dude. just watched that. I love that movie so much. Would anybody else be able to make? <clears throat> excuse me. Make that monologue. Because I can't think of any other actor at that point in time that means it, it was so heartfelt. Oh, at that time, no. I, I, I listen, I'm like, I can't picture anybody else saying that that I'd be like, damn. I bet you Brian Cox could do that. But you're saying at that point in time. But like Brian, yeah, like mid, mid early 90s. Yeah, but Brian Cox maybe now Tommy, could totally do that. I'm thinking maybe Tommy Lee Jones or Tom Berenger, if you saw him in Platoon, he could pull off a hard-ass fucking old grizzled Marine. But... The, it's the way he delivers it because it's the absolute truth. Now, of course, because he's the bad guy, they, you know what I'm saying? He had to throw in, you know, uh, I just, Danny, it just hit me. She outranks you. Let me tell you, there's nothing better than getting a blow job from a woman. You got to wake up in the morning and salute. <laughs> okay. Of course they had to throw that in there to make them like, Okay, we get he's the bad guy, even though you're kind of agreeing with him. You know, we did this with the movie Falling Down and Kirk Douglas. Some guys like a lady in church. You know. Hey, whatever. I do what you want, man. No, I'm not saying me, I'm just saying alone. I've I've an internet connection. I know what's out there. (laughs) Look up feminist porn and then tell me how fucking there's not a connection between domination and sex. Because the feminist porn I've seen is pretty much beating the shit and cock and ball out of guys and cock and ball towards. I'm back in the internet dating world and I got chicks telling me like there's dudes that'll hit them up and be like, will you stomp on my balls? Like, what the, what the fuck? <laughs> like, yeah, man, like there's, there's that, there's, but anyway. So, yeah. but yeah. The, the point is, is that what he said was true. All right. And the truest statement in that entire thing, until you grab a rifle and stand a watch, I advise you to shut the fuck up. Yeah. Exactly, because yeah, I admit I am not that guy. I am not that guy. When it came time to sign up, I said, "Nope, I'm going to college." Also, too, I spent most of my 
my high school in JROTC program, and when it came time, I was like, I'm going to pass. I had a father who was in the military, never made a pass, fourth-class petty officer, but fucking loved the fact that he was in the military and was told, nope, you're going to college. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Dude, my grandfather and my father told me when the first Gulf War popped off, and that was, so I was about, what, 14, somewhere around there, and, you know, of course, they were, oh, God, it's going to be another Vietnam. Didn't even last three days. Wasn't even another Woodstock, but that's side the point. Uh, <laughs> America. But they were like, if this turns into another Vietnam, we'll drive you. We'll both drive you to the border of Canada and drop you off. We'll pack your we'll pack your gear and we'll make sure you got enough money to, to where you can at least find a fucking you know you'll survive till you find a job. because well, we're not we're not sending any. I'm. No one, no more men in this family are going into the meat grinder so the rich cocksuckers and politicians in this country can get richer on the backs and the lives of our fucking family. Oh, yeah, that, that, was, my, that was my dad's soul. My dad came from a neighborhood where it was inevitable, so he signed up before it happened. But just, That's what my dad did. Just talked about you know, all these friends that he, he saw when he graduated and never saw again. Rich, that was great. No more talking for you. That was great. <laughs> It just it was, yeah, it was like, you know, guys that he, you know, we saw him when we got our Wasn't diploma. Wasn't even another Woodstock. <laughs> He's right. I mean, yeah, I know. I know. but you know, but but it's but it's stuff like that where it's like, you know, even stuff like nine eleven happens. I just think back to that, like we'll be all right, like because we're selling all of our enemies the old shit, you know. The, yeah, because we didn't have the, a, the sharper image did. catalog comes. We order the new shit and we give, we we give them the hand me downs. Yeah, this is they get the it, old busted. If we get the new hotness. Never, never delude yourself that the military industrial complex was going to find a way to make money, even if there wasn't a war going on like we had in Afghanistan going for 20 years. You know, they call it a low intensity conflict or whatever the fuck they, you know, they pretty it up with all the language they want. But we were selling our old, you just said it, we were selling our old shit. Well, even now, too, everyone, all the hand-wringing about, oh, all this equipment we're leaving over there. Yeah, because it's probably the old shit. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, you guys could have absolutely. our old shit. We got the new shit. And this ain't the first time we've done it. But it's the... Once again, your flavor of fear porn requires that you must be fed. Biden is the fucking Antichrist 24-7. So... I mean, where technology the is... The usual we're... suspects are going to run with it. Where technology is, and then I'm, and now I'm, I'm talking ten years ago. Where technology is, Obama was on stage cracking jokes while we were fucking getting Bin Laden. Mm -hmm. Like there's motherfuckers that'll sit. There, they, they don't even have to leave a fucking room. Like there's people that'll never see. They're on the front lines, but they're not. Like it, shit, it, shit is completely different between Vietnam. Fuck that. Between Grenada and Gulf War, the first Gulf War, shit got way different real quick oh yeah i mean remember we were all watching cnn watching them just fucking uh the the cameras in the planes right mm -hmm. you know we, the like, cameras in the bombs yeah like that's some fucking that's some kubrickian dr strange love type shit now you don't even need it, the plane to drop the bomb you don't even need the pilot no no we got we you just sit around holding the joystick like, and pilot the drone. I, I mean, this is this is some deep, deep, deep Earl. You'll be proud of me. Some deep uh, tinfoil <laughs> suit. I'd like to go and and uh, uh, and look at Activision's. Uh, uh, just there. I, I just wonder if the government's got a hand in Call of Duty. I just wonder, I got you. I got you one better. You're you're on the right scent, but you lost it. 
because it was a game called America's Army. The United States Army put it out. The government funded it. And they're trying to, they tried to release it in the 2000s. And there was pushback. There was apparently a leaked, a couple leaked copies that got out. And people started modding it. So now they're trying to re-release it again and the pushbacks even more because, well, 2021. But it's absolutely a video game that is created and funded by the United States military. I mean, no, but I'm just saying, like, if now, especially where things are, like, how, how is the Army not seeking out gamers? They I mean, are. That's literally, that's all it is. Now, like, it, it's for, for real. Like, it's, it's live. It's, it's Call of Duty with live ammo. I'm not sure if it's every branch, but I know the Army has its own esports division. That's how else are you going to get kids these days? I mean, look, I'm a, I'm a fat fuck, full disclosure, if you don't know. Uh, but I wasn't always. And I've seen, I'm talking videos in the, that were filmed in the last 12 months of Marine Corps boot camp and people graduating. And I'm like, how the fuck did he get? He's graduating and he's bigger than I was when I first went to go join. And they told me I had to lose weight. And he's graduating and he's fatter than I was. And I wasn't all that fucking fat, to be honest. I had to peel like 15, 20 pounds the, 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 the second time I went to go join up. That's it. I, I Full disclosure, by the way, I played America's Army in 2000. It was an awesome game. Amazing game. That took you right through boot camp and everything. I'll tell you this. Uh, airport I don't Ranger know it, School. Everything. I don't know if it's America's Army. It's, it's, it's a game. Along, the name is along those lines. So if I have the name wrong. You don't. Go ahead. Okay, well, I'm just saying, because I know how people are. They'll dismiss everything I said because I got one thing wrong, because that's what we do <laughs> these days. No, you don't. Uh, they, they re-released it on an Unreal Engine and tried to make it, quote-unquote, more real, and that failed, and now they're real. <clears throat> excuse me, they're trying to uh, re-release it and make it better. It, they should have left it like it was. It was an amazing game. But yeah, it definitely is a recruiting tool, because there's a lot of kids on that game. Well, kids, yeah, kids. It's- the fact that in World War II, I think the the the, the percentage of people that w- that the first time they saw combat would freeze, or oh, even yeah. if they didn't freeze, they couldn't pull the trigger when they had someone dead in their fucking sights was like ridiculously high. I think it's down to like in the teens now, and this is part of an all volunteer army. This is where <sighs> World War II and Vietnam and Korea, you were drafted. You didn't have a choice. Okay, an all volunteer army. Look, I have a friend whose son just shipped off to fucking boot camp. He's going. He's he's at the island as we speak, getting probably quarter decked and and fucking smoked like a motherfucker. But he's there. Probably. All right. And I asked his father, "What do you say? Why do you say he want to join? He wants to kill people." I said, "Well, no. the military is probably a better place for him than the police force or a private security force." Or whatever the fuck, because or a bell a tower. People, yeah, yeah, or a clock tower somewhere. Yeah, because <laughs> there's a lot of fucking people in this world who want to kill people too, and well, put them together and let them kill each other, and that's not going anywhere. All this utopia of peace and all this bullshit, it ain't happening. It's never happened. It's never going to happen. Yeah, my, my, you can just stop your yeah. bullshit. The Middle East it should be end of discussion. Yeah. Hundreds of thousands of of years. Cradle of civilization. They've been fighting over that shit since the very first 
instance of recorded history. Yeah. And ain't shit changed, except for the games got more fierce. The weapons got more fucking deadly. That's it. Too, everyone always forgets, dude. We're eight with fucking, like, reason centers. Like, there's still, still, like, hey, that person's different than me. Let's get them. That's going to exist in us, always. Like, it's just, it's it's part of our DNA. Like, the, the, the difference between us and the animals is we can, like, fucking kind of like quell that instinct down and go no you know we, we well we've learned how to be civilized to pivot to pivot to what you just said to use what you just said as a pivot point because this is i guess i file this under better late than never but i think if there's more to it than this bill Maher lately well, welcome home to jamaica bill we oh missed you. i have never agreed with bill Maher so much as i have in the last fucking year and it makes me wonder is he moving right or, or, or it's just it's no. Like, you know what? He, you know what it is. He's fucking. He had one of the worst cases of people in the media of TDS that I'd seen. I mean, like you know, Rachel Maddow, him. I'm talking like mainstream media. Like the, it, if Trump cured one shot, he went into a laboratory. He he by himself came up with the cure for fucking cancer. One shot, you'll never fucking get cancer. No one will ever die of cancer. They'd have found, he'd have found something to bitch about. It'd have been racist or homophobic or transphobic or, or nationalistic or whatever, all the buzzwords that were thrown out. Now that he's out of power, he's back to, well, wait a minute, hold on a sec. Okay, I didn't like Trump, but I don't like you assholes either. Okay. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry. Sorry. We're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> 
No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. We have very distinct groups of people and, and schools of thought when it comes to politics in this country. We have the maggots, who I guess if you don't understand what I mean when I say that, you've been in a coma for the last five, six years. Congratulations. I won't assume your gender. Um, but, you know, that's basically the remnants of the Tea Party. So they're the, you know, the far right libertarians as they like to think of themselves and really no you're the closest thing truly to fascism we have but that's beside the point you have normal conservatives and normal conservatives these days i don't know any normal conservative who's not a who's not a religious person who isn't pro-choice isn't for marriage equality you know all the things that made them fascist and and evil and nazis in the 2000s 20 years later they're like well yeah yeah that was stupid that, that not good enough. Right. Sorry. Sorry. And then you got us. I think we're, well, I'll speak for myself. You got me. And I've been shoehorned into this, what's called a classical liberal now. Because, yeah, I believe in personal autonomy. I believe in the government not coming in and telling you what the fuck you can do. But I also understand that we do need, regu- like, about everything. But we also need regulation. But we need sensible, logical regulation. Yeah. Not run amok because then you get california yeah well, and i don't want to live in fucking california <laughs> right no no it's well adam curl talks about all the, the point you're getting at is adam he brings up all the time people always talk about it. when did you become right wing and this and that he's like i didn't move everybody else did he's like i'm yes, saying the same exactly. shit i have been saying for the last 30 years everyone else has left, moved and then the far left is the the so-called progressives who are anything but and this is why i love bill maher he's pointing out their hypocrisy and here's what I was trying to tell all these fucking people who somehow thought that these quote-unquote progressives were on their side because they hated Trump. No, they're zealots. They're looking at this like this is combat. They don't look at a person they dis- across the fucking park and see people they disagree with. They look across the park and they see an enemy who needs to be killed. I've had a family member tell me that if the, if the revolution ever pops off, he'll pick up a rifle and take up arms against me. And what? And he asked me, what would you do? And I said, well, I'm, I'm pretty sure you've never fired a weapon in your life, and I'm a pretty good shot, so you'd be dead. And he, after threatening violence against me, played the victim card. You threatened to kill me. And I went, <laughs> you threatened, it's called retaliating. You care more about, you care more about things than you do people. You care more about property than people. You value property more than people's lives. No, you're coming to take my shit. Yeah. I don't have a lot of shit. You value my property more than you value your own life. That's your fault, not mine. And I don't know anyone who's rational who will disagree with that. It's this bullshit of, well, no, we should all share everything. Really? Hey, uh, everybody voted for AOC. Go ahead and send in your fucking... I know you you dumbasses take pictures of all your fucking food all the time. Send me the the the... the the plate of food that she's fucking scraped some of her food off onto your plate and how you're eating on her dime. Send those pictures to, to Christopher Media because I want to see how many politicians that you support 
that are so-called progressives have actually, I don't know, taken something out of their coffers and gave it to you. Because if they haven't, stop simping for them. You're being a shill at this point. You've convinced yourself you're something you're not. <laughs> End of well, yeah. fucking story. Well, that was a month ago when all these celebrities were taking these stands on social media saying that everybody should take in an Afghan refugee into their My retort was, you, start, you go first. You go first with a person who has way more resources than me and a bigger house than me. You, you start. How many fucking rooms are in your mansion? Yeah. I got a three-bedroom house. You would kill yourself if you woke up in my house. Pretty much. Tears, tears would definitely be shut. Mm-hmm. But, you know, whatever, man. Hey, we got to argue about uh, Aunt Jemima and Uncle Ben and pronouns. That's what we got to argue about. That's the important things in this situation, right? That's what we we were literally rioting over semantics last summer. Black lives hey, matter. Hey, All but at lives least they matter. got their own, own color band-aids now. <laughs> Which, by the way, as a... Solving the world's big problems fuck, right there. Yeah, as a as a extremely pale fuck, I've never had a Band-Aid that's matched my skin tone, and I've never given a fuck. So if this is your biggest problem in the world where you had to fucking, like, throw a shit fit to get, like, Band-Aids that match your skin tone, I wish my life was as, was as trouble and worry-free as yours is. It's like these people who, you know, because the new hotness these days with the younger, you know, two younger generations is... Oh, the minute you disagree with me, you're toxic. So I'm going to I'm going to fucking ghost you. You no longer exist to me. It must be nice to be surrounded by such an abundance of love that you can cast love away at a whim and people who care about you. Because let me tell you something. I get the very distinct feeling y'all are going to find out all those friends that you think are going to be down for the cause once they start making money and they start buying houses and they get married and they start sending their kids to private or charter schools and they have two cars and then they have a fuck. They ain't going to want to share all that shit with you. There ain't going to be any fucking no seat at their table for you to fucking put your feet under and eat. The people who would do that are the people you told to go fuck themselves your entire fucking life. (laughs) They're called your family. And you know what? Make them. If you're, if you're my generation and it's happened to you and it's happened to me, they will die with the consequences of their decision. That's it. The family who has made a point of of telling me they're never going to talk. and te- Well, excuse me, they won't talk to me. So they tell everybody else that they're not going to talk to me. Where I'm like, okay, well then I'm done. Don't ever darken my doorway. Don't call me. Don't fucking show up on my doorstep. We're done. Believe me, there's a lot of family. I'm sure we all have experienced this to various degrees that we don't have anything to do with. You're just one of them now. That's it. That's it. I don't call the family that I don't talk to. I don't call the religious nuts in my family begging them for fucking handouts when my nuts are up against the fucking wall. No. I take my fucking lumps and I sell what I got to sell and I work the hours I got to work and I make it fucking happen because no one's going to come. There's no cavalry coming over that hill. And if someone does fucking take it upon themselves to help me, you know what? I am humbled and fucking grateful. Because you didn't have to do that. No one owes me anything. Period. Not in that aspect. Oh, you're out of the wolf club. That's, that's, no. That sounds like that sounds it. like you're going to be pulling yourself up by your bootstraps next. No, it's like you know, it's like the play that was turned into a movie called Fences with Denzel Washington, where he's talking to his son. And his son asked me how, you know, why do you never, why do you never loved me? And he said, boy, you better fucking look at me when I'm talking to you. I don't have to fucking love you. I don't have to like you. There ain't no fucking law that says that. But I do have to fucking do right by you. You, Do you eat? Do you have clothes on your back? Are your clothes clean? Do you go to school? 
Do you have a room to sleep in? You have all that. That's what I'm fucking. I am. I that you are my responsibility. And in this life, you better get over this. What fucking you want people to do for you and make sure they're giving you what they fucking owe you. Because he goes on and he says, my boss don't pay me because he likes me. My boss pays me because he owes me the motherfucking money. That's it. That's the way that the world works, folks. You don't like it? Sure, try to change the world. What's your solution? We all are equally worthless and poor. And believe me, if you don't have the fucking energy or the fucking intellectual curiosity to even look up what the Great Reset is, not my fucking phrase, by the way. The phrase the people that are pushing this shit have chosen to use themselves and they're not hiding it, then fuck off and I don't even care about your opinion. You're being willfully ignorant well, so, and we're done here. Well, it's not going to happen anyway. It's, uh, as long as capitalism runs this country, that's all a fucking pipe dream. Capitalism for the rich, or excuse me, socialism for the rich, capitalism for us. Okay, They understand they have to have and pay people just enough to keep buying their fucking products so they can stay in fucking power. That is almost, we've got that almost down to a no, science it's, it's, in this country. But I know, but I'm talking about the Great Reset. Like everybody, and I'm, as long as capitalism is the basis for our economy, that shit is never going to happen because that's not, it's just all the, all the, the pie in the sky shit they talk about. It looks great on paper. I bet it would sound great on an album in the 60s. But like, you know, democracy does not drive this country. Our government does not drive this country. Our economy drives this country. And the, the, people just do not realize that. Well, they're in denial about a lot of things. A lot of things. And we, we can't even agree on what a biological male or female is anymore. <laughs> and we're going we're gonna to sit here and we're going to talk about... Dick usually gave it away, but... It's not even a mother anymore. It's a birthing person. Yeah. Like, I hear shit like that, and I'm like, do you understand where we're at? Do you understand how up our own ass we are with this bullshit? And most people don't care enough to even fucking lift a finger about it at this point. So it's going to be the mainstream in another few years, if it's not already. Because all of Hollywood, all of the fucking media, okay, excuse me. The vast majority of Hollywood, the vast majority of the mainstream media are fucking, they consider themselves progressive. They support segregation when it's, well, black students shouldn't have to graduate with white students in college. We should have separate graduation ceremonies. Cool. Let's do separate bathrooms while we're at it, too. Idiots. You know, I mean, the, 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 the season of football was kicked off this year on a Thursday. And they played the so-called black national anthem and then the, I guess, white national anthem. Because that's how, that's another, that's, see, that's another fucking thing that they're going to try to fucking pimp you out with. Uh, there is no such thing as white culture. You know, what they're saying is American culture is white culture. And then when they attack American culture by proxy, they're attacking white culture. But when you call them on it, they'll go, there's no such thing as white culture, so I can't be attacking it. It's all fucking games, folks. And... You sit here and we've, we've, I, I was guilty of it 20, 30 years ago. <laughs> That'll never happen. <laughs> no, it's the, it's the extreme Christians we got to work, watch out for. I was right on that aspect, but I was woefully wrong on the other. You got to watch out for extremists from any fucking direction. Yep. Period. End of story. Vigilance. You, 
you freedom is a joke. It's a punchline now. And it's a pun it's been made a punchline by people who've never had any of their freedom taken from them. They don't know what they're talking about. They're so free, they can piss in the fucking face of the people who are oppressing them. And the people that are oppressing them are like, yeah, let them have their little temper temper tantrum. We'll send you, you know, check for six hundred bucks or twelve hundred bucks or whatever the fuck. And then you'll, you'll shut the fuck up. And that's exactly what happens. Like, go to China and speak out against that fucking country. <sighs> Good luck. Okay? Go to North Korea and speak out against that country. I heard something on NPR. I don't even know if it's true. I, didn't, I, I completely forgot about this. It was yesterday when I was at work. heard something on NPR. If this is true, I'm not shocked. But North Korea, apparently, if you're an, an expat American and you go to North Korea and go, I want to renounce my American citizenship... And I want to fucking basically shill for the North Korean government. They set you up like a king over there. Because now they have the those American faces to fucking go, hey, look, even the, even their own people are saying how shitty it is over there. Is that where yeah, Robin probably hangs Rod, out over there? Yeah, probably. With his broke ass? Yeah, probably. Dude, did you forget when we had Todd on Unregimented? He was like, I've traveled the fucking... You know, North North America, Central America, parts of South America. Every country in America thinks that literally, if you're not white, straight, blonde, and blue-eyed, they're hunting you in the streets. Like, 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 like you're a, a, a what do you call it? When you go to one of those hunting uh, ranges where you're fen the animals are fenced in. You know, like it's that type of shit. Because that's what we that's what we that's what we tell ourselves, and that's not true. And then other countries have no point of reference. Because these people have never been here. All they see is what's on TV. And if the TV, if the TV's telling them that, oh yeah, we're hunting people of color, which why can't we just say colored people then? If you want to take it back to the '60s, let's just fucking be honest. Let's take it back to the '60s. Let's have se separate but equal. I mean, wait, is that what is that what these people want? Because that seems like what they want. Listen to their mm -hmm. language. Listen to how they use shit. Right. But oh, remember, remember LeBron? We're being hunted in the streets. Really? Bitch, you really? ain't being, being hunted for shit. You're a billionaire who lives in a gated community. Your sons don't... In the community is your fucking house. If your sons went to the streets, they shit their pants. But, uh... And by the way, by the way, real quick, I just want to say this. There's nothing wrong with wanting your children to have a better life and a better upbringing than you had. It used to be a thing. Like, my parents were definitely trying to give me and my sister a better life than they had. Yeah, now it's like, oh, privileged privileged no the difference between privileged and lucky is people who will admit they're lucky in other words through just pure fuckery of birth are they in the situation they're in and they recognize it they're being honest they're going yeah i'm real lucky to have been born who i was born to and where i was born because hey, if i was born in, let me tell you something i don't give a fuck how much racism dave Chappelle or chris rock or cat williams or eddie murphy or richard pryor ever saw they wouldn't have had one one hundredth of the fucking wealth they've ever accumulated if they were born in sub-Saharan Africa. Where are they going to put on a show? Live from Hut 3. Right. Get the fuck out of here. Okay? No, but, but also, it, 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 it's like you said, it's demon, the whole privilege. It's demonized. It's, I'm going to just continue standing on Adam Carolla here. It's another thing he always says. It's, you, even when we were kids, you know, guy drives down the street in a Cadillac or a fucking Beamer or Rolls Royce or whatever, you know, you have... Uh, adults would tell you, hey, you work hard, one day you could be that guy. Now the fucking adults are going to pick up a rock and throw, uh, throw it at that car and say, fuck that guy. Why, why is wanting to do better, do well for yourself, why is that demonized? 
how else can you convince people they're, that they're, that the slavery they're in is the best slavery than by telling them that, I mean, dude, it, you're religious. No, I'm not. It's a, well, it's a, I was, I was it's, brought up. Well, you, excuse me. Yeah. You were brought up religious. Yeah. Okay. You know, it's a sin to be rich, but it's a low down, goddamn dirty shame to be poor. But you know what? You'll be rewarded in the next life. So just keep fucking taking our bullshit. It's like, why am I a bad person? Because I don't want to worry about my bills. Why, why am I a shithead? Because I don't want to sit something. there and have to fucking make sh- account for every penny every month to make sure everything's going to be paid. Why am I an asshole for that? This is something I've, I've told a handful of friends. But when I, I was in a living situation during Corona, like the lockdown part of uh, COVID and all that shit, where I was living with people who make way more money than anyone in my family's ever made. And their standard of living was way higher than I've ever experienced outside of a few years when my mom married very well and then fucked it up. But I like I was living there and it hit me. I got I have to get out of here. I was becoming accustomed to where I was starting to take that lifestyle for granted. That's not my lifestyle. And the problem is is that we for fucking decades now have told people Look Look at what we did with divorce. Oh, you've become accustomed to this lifestyle? Well, you have to keep paying for your fucking ex to, to, to live the lifestyle they lived when we, they were with you. Why? We're not together anymore. I have the money. She or he doesn't. Why the fuck should she or he get to, get to fucking take my goddamn money? Because they're accustomed to it. I'm accustomed to fucking them. Right. To quote Chris Rock, give me some pussy payments and I'll cut you the check. But that don't happen. But that's, that's where we're at, man. I mean, whatever. Chronic masturbator in front of female comedians or not. Louis C.K. nailed it in his fucking show, Louis. When his daughter come home from school, the whole scene revolved around his daughter coming home from school, bitching about some girl had something that she wanted that she didn't have. And he had to explain to her, why are you worried about what she has? Why don't you appreciate what you have? Why are you looking in her? The only reason you should look into another person's bowl is to make sure that they have enough to survive. That's it. Why, why are you worried about that? That doesn't affect you. And that's just such a simple lesson that has been lost to, 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 to our society. Because everyone thinks, I'd, by sheer virtue of being born here in America, I am owed something. And it's true. You're owed the rights. That our Constitution and our Bill of Rights give us. Yeah. Yeah. That's what you're owed. But it doesn't say guarantee you happiness. Pursuit of. Yes. Right? That's why why we've lost track of that. I'm, I'm sorry. Look at our educational system. Look at how we've devalued the family. Everything that would have kept us cognitive of being appreciative of what we have has been called traditional therefore it must be destroyed you know it it almost feels like the anti-bullying campaign that they ran for so long worked way too well like you couldn't bully people and all that good shit but now like the people that got bullied took over the country and they're the bullies and now they're the bullies yeah and i no one with a brain is shocked by that no one with a brain is shocked by it look one of the one of the movies that's coming out here soon that I'm really excited for is Dune. And to the the people who's you know the smooth brain simpletons out there, Dune is just oh another white savior story. No, you've totally missed the point of Dune. Uh, and I won't go into the the, the minutia of why they've missed the point, and it's not a white savior story. But the point of Dune is that all power eventually corrupts, and absolute power corrupts absolutely. 
Do not get caught up in to, to here. We've all heard song called a personality. Don't get caught up in these politicians called a personalities and start treating them like rock stars and saviors and heroes because they're not. They're none of that. They're just people taking advantage of a situation and exploiting other people to line their pockets. And if you remember that and you deal with them as such, you'll have a much, I'm not going to say easier, but you'll your blood pressure won't be as high when they pull the shit that they pull because you just go, I'm not even shocked anymore. Of course they did that. I mean, it was one of the things that, like, we would be out unregimented, and, like, every once in a while, Aaron would get pissed. How could you? Because he would say something. Trump did this. And Chris and I were like, yeah, and? Ooh, tr Trump did Trump shit. What, what, are you shocked by that? Yeah. Like, after, like, it got to a certain point in the presidency where I was like, okay, and? Well, why were you surprised? Like, the first few months, trust me, we all were clutching our pearls. But after, after it became apparent what the guy was going to do, like, okay, what? Yeah. Trump's going to Trump. Next. Like, uh, like the whole... Just all the hyperbole during that, too. Democracy dies and dies. All that. It's like, no! Capitalism's still running. Nothing. I feel like I got off a tangent here, but it's... No, see, and that's where I'm like, the government's going to government. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't matter. Actually, it doesn't yeah, matter. yes, that is a very solid point. Left, right, or center. Government is going to government. That's it. The government has to create problems. Politicians have to create problems to to justify their existence in the government and to justify the government being there. People like me see the government and go, your job is to provide infrastructure to make sure someone's there to put my house right. out if it's on fire. To take, I'm, I'm not even going to front and act like the police are a fucking deterrent. All you're there is to record the crime afterwards so I can turn in my fucking... My, my claim to my insurance company and get reimbursed. You are just basically a tax collector and a revenue generator for the state. And every once in a while, you have to document something for a legal proceeding that's going to have nothing to do with you. That's what a cop's job should be. Because that's all the fuck they do, really. Beyond that, like, I mean, and I understand, I'm, I'm very much simplifying it. But I mean, you know, beyond those type of things, what the fuck are you telling me how to worship, what to wear, what I can read, what, what can be said on the air? You don't even own the airwaves. We, the fucking American people, own the airwaves. You stole them from us and now sell them off to corporations. We own them fucking things. Fuck the FCC. If I want to watch fucking, if I want to broadcast hardcore porn on the airwaves that the American public owns, why the fuck can't I do it? Oh, because the government says, what right do they have to tell us what we can do with what we own? But we've accepted it. Dude, you don't even own your fucking home. You think you own your home? Oh, I make payments okay. to the bank. Okay. Well, you know what? Pay your house off. Don't pay your taxes. Your property taxes. Find out how quick you own your fucking home. Oh, shit. The answer's no. <laughs> I'm not doing that. And we just accept it. We've we all seen, accept it. We've all seen Happy Gilmore. Not doing that. We we, we, and we I can't bend play golf. <laughs> we bend over, pull our fucking butt cheeks apart, and fuck us hardy. That... Fuck us harder, daddy. Govern me harder, daddy. My buddy right now is trying to get his house fucking, uh, uh, an estimate on his house, an up-to-date one for a divorce that he's going through or went through, whatever. And they're talking about, you know, the guy comes out and he's like, well, you know, this back porch, uh, the paint's come off, so you're going to have to repaint it. And he's like, I'm not selling the motherfucking house. I just need you to give me an estimate of what it's you know, valued at. Well, yeah, but, you know, according to code, you can't have bare wood. And have a, a porch, you know, a back porch or a front porch has to be painted. And I'm like, does that, and he asked, does that add value to the house? No. So why do I have to do it? Oh, it's, it's, a, it's a regulation. Why? 
because of where you live. Not only that, but you know there's some point, some lobbyist for somebody who was selling paint or lumber who said, yeah, put that in there, that they have to do this. There, that, that, how many millions did I just make us by having that buried in the back of this bill? Oh, you're, you're talking someone who used to have to deal with people who deal, uh, yeah, trust me, city and building, co- oh, yeah, I, all sorts of crazy shit. And when I was in New York City, Holy shit. You talk about you talk about bureaucracy. Like for real like there was you add on like two more layers of government because of the bur- because of the boroughs. Like in New York you you'd have to go through the borough, the city, the county. It was ridiculous. Yes. Uh, government like I said, government's always going to government. They they like Rich said, they come up with outlandish fucking reasons to govern out of left fucking field. Well, they have to justify their salary. Like Rich said, yeah, they got to but, but but go right back to Rich. I, there's infrastructure, the first responders, I mean, schools, everything. In oh, by the way, the go- all, the, all the main things they're supposed to be doing and taking care of are also crumbling on their watch. Well, yeah, but that's because they would have to pay into that. They have to pay to take care of that. The shit they come up with pays them. The government yeah. is no different than a fucking salesman. You know what salesmen do? You know how they sell you things? They create a problem that only they can solve. That is exactly what the government does. The government actually sells their their vote to the highest bidder and then pitches that point to the American people and makes them believe it. Yeah, it's all sales. Well, right, highest bidder, right? So they're trying to get... Yeah. And then... We've all seen Wolf of Wall Street. Well, I haven't. Jordan Belfort walks up. I know the bullet points. Oh, you haven't? Well, I know the Jordan Belfort story, though. Yeah, he walks up and hands a pen to a guy. Sell me this pen. The guy's like, well, it's a, it's a nice pen. It uh, writes well. And he grabs it from him, and he walks up to another guy. He goes, sell me this pen. Uh, well, this pen's made the finest quality. He snatches it from him, goes to the third guy. Sell me this pen. The guy takes the pen, and he goes, here, I need you to sign this. He goes, I don't have a pen. He goes, I got one for sale. He goes, that's how you make a sale. Yeah, exactly. Yep. You create that's a problem it. you only you can solve. That's what Trump was doing. Did anyone not realize that in the last four years? Trump did that for four fucking years. That's how his base is rabbit for him. He'd create a problem, he'd solve it, and then be like, look at how great I am. That is what salesmen do. You wanted a businessman? You got a fucking businessman. No shit. <laughs> well, I mean, and once again, what, what happens? Infrastructure's crumbling in this country oh. at a ridiculous rate. It's only been fucking. It's only been sped up by the whole fucking not work stoppages, but work slowing down. Due not to that the I don't COVID care, shit. but did they ever fix um, Flint? So it's yes and no. See, yeah. even that That's answer. answer. Come on. Yeah, it's been six going on seven years. Well, it's not sexy anymore. It's not the. It's not the cause du jour. Yeah, Puff, Puffy, you know, out there delivering two cases of water for photo ops and thinking he did something, you know. See, that's don't have what it. I'm talking about, man. The, the government won't put out money to help and do what they're supposed to do. Dude, they got to create all these reasons to get money into the government. <laughs> Dude. Wow. If you were in the private sector and you did your job like the average politician does their job, you would be fired before you hit the 45-day mark. Fuck the 90-day mark. Not just fired, you'd be blacklisted. You would never be fucking hired in the industry again, ever, anywhere. You couldn't be a janitor at somebody's fucking corporation. It's true. I've I've worked for 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 small business owners 
who were happy just to have someone who was incompetent instead of someone who was just stupid and malicious. Because stupid and malicious ends up costing them a fuck ton of money in the end. Yeah. Those are the, those are the people who you know, are scamming money out to register, sneaking product out the back door, telling customers go fuck themselves. You know, don't give a fuck about making like if you do catering or something and you're in food service, that's your bread and butter. You can get a fucking twelve hundred dollar order on a Monday. And I mean, you know, and it was just you you just walked in and opened the shop. Phone rings. Can I help you? Yeah, I want twelve hundred dollars worth of pizza or whatever the fuck here. Uh tomorrow at noon. Okay. Better start calling motherfuckers. They they rather just have someone incompetent. They're almost happy to have someone who's just incompetent because well, there's a chance I can teach the incompetence out of them. But dumb and malicious, you can't fix. And that's what we have. Most politicians are dumb and malicious. They're petty, petty, petty people. Yeah. Guys, do we remember Merrick Garland and the whole fucking thing with the Obama? What did the Republicans use to, ju- to, to, to justify and rationalize refusing to even fucking have a meeting in public about Merrick Garland going to the Supreme Court? The election. The Biden rule, because Biden brought this bullshit rule up and it's a rule he pulled out of his old ass in the 90s mm-hmm. saying that shit about fucking daddy Bush. Well, we have to wait till the election because then blah, blah, blah. And when it came back and bit him in the ass, nobody pointed out that hypocrisy in the media that I saw. They brought it up and then they changed the subject. So that way they had plausible deniability. I no, we acknowledged it. Bullshit. I've listened to three hours in a row of five experts studying why Trump had two scoops of vanilla ice cream at this meeting, but everybody else had one scoop of chocolate. Was that dog whistle racism by him eating vanilla? Wait, wait and why does wait. he get two? You're not making this and up. This was on NPR. I'm not making this what? up. I'm not this, making. This, this is up. not a Saturday Night Live sketch. This is not. No. No. I brought this up on Unregimented. I know, bro, that's where it's like, I'm sorry. Like, Earl, you've known me almost 30 years. Don't fuck with my memory, dude. I I, I could almost, let me read the descriptions of the fucking shows, and I'll tell you, I'll get you within five shows of where I fucking said it. I brought that up. NPR, NPR fucking sat there. And yes, I was exaggerating. It wasn't three hours. It was 45 minutes. And then they had 15. The fact that there was any minutes is ridiculous. Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. Really? It's just it's just as ridiculous as when, you know, look at Obama. He didn't salute properly. And then the Internet being the Internet was like within 10 minutes. Boom. We are just Here's fucking 10, 15 pictures of Trump or not Trump, but a W not saluting property. We are just a society of hammers looking for nails now, aren't we? That's yes, dude. The minute you tell someone about somebody new. OK, case in point, I brought up. Uh, 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 shit. Fuck. I just forgot his name. Peterson. Really? Jordan Peterson. Thank you. I was going to say, I thought I was on this show with people with brains, but <laughs> apparently we're all stupid. Um, I brought up Jordan Peterson in one of his lectures about addiction to a family member. This family member, and I sent the, I sent the video, and it was a you know video that they recorded when he was at the university, wherever he was teaching in Canada. I think his University of Toronto. It's probably about a 15 minute video of him talking about addiction. At no point were politics brought up. At no point was any political ideology, any sociological ideology brought up. Showed it to this, or sent it to this family member. This family member looked at the title of the video. This is their own 
admission. Looked at the title of the video, went to Google, typed in Jordan Peterson, racist, and boom, flooded my inbox with, I'm not watching that because these people say he's racist and transphobic. And I was like, that's where we're at. This is where we're at. Someone tells you something and you have to go immediately try to find something negative because, well, you can't just accept that there could be people who you disagree with politically who you agree with on other things or vice versa. It's all or nothing. Why? Why? And here's the thing. It's, it's not going to be right, but it's not going to change. It's, it's not going to change. All, all we're doing is moving air about this. It's not going to change. Ultimately, this is what this show is is for me. This is a release. This is so I don't have to fucking sit and carry all this horse shit around during the week. That's it. Because nothing's going to change because nobody gives a fuck enough. We all laughed for 30, 40 years at the warnings of you don't understand what's coming up through the fucking educational system. You don't understand. And it was only compounded by baby boomers who were told, go to college, you'll better your life. So they raised Gen Xers, go to college, you'll better your life. Of course, that bill of goods got exposed to be bullshit when they were like, well, actually, you'll be the first generation in American history that ever does worse than their parents. But the generation after you go to college, times, you'll better yeah. your life, you know, and they're finding out that, no, it doesn't better their lives. Why? Because they've been lied to that they can just go get a degree in anything and go get a fucking six figure a year job out of fucking school. That's not how shit works. No, you have to that's work your way. It doesn't matter works. any. Yeah, because that's the thing. In any job, you have to start at the bottom. You don't get handed six figures out of college. That's your fucking doctor. Well, you know, one of the things one of the things with the Great Reset is, you know, and by the way, the Great Reset isn't like, ooh, scary, we're going to end up being fucking the slaves of lizard people and shit. I mean, there are people that believe that, but those are the same people that need instructions on shampoo bottles. Why are you listening to anything they say? <laughs> Like why you wouldn't you wouldn't let this person watch your cat for five minutes while you left the house yet you're gonna give their fucking words all the weight of the word of God you're an idiot that's on you not them they're dumb okay that's them you just lowered yourself below to be dumber than them voluntarily like I but part of it is you know well we need to put government money into infrastructure okay here's the problem the trade fucking positions the skilled trade positions we have a severe shortage of people why because we have two generations that have been sold a bill of goods saying go to college get a degree make six figures out of school out, out, right out of uh, school and they're finding out that ain't the truth but here's the bitch of it you can be an apprentice for two years and end up making six fucking figures at the end of that two years oh and by the way you make a pretty good money while you're the apprentice too We've somehow, like, that's for jobs, that's for right-wing people, that's for MAGA hat-wearing people. Any job where I have to do anything more than press a button on a mouse is, de is demeaning and dehumanizing to me, that's for those assholes. So we can't even rebuild this fucking country back the way we need it to be rebuilt because we fucking took our own legs out from under ourselves. My godson, my nephew, he's a senior, he wants to be an electrician. I'm like, yeah. Do it, yeah. It's like, you got building trades at your school? You should start now. Like, yeah, and just like, well, up until recently, just like, you know, well, no, I'm still hearing that we have a shortage of nurses. Like, there's a severe shortage of, of nurses and people in the medical fields that are qualified to be in the medical fields. 
we're to that point with with skilled trades and semi-skilled labor trades. Oh, there you won't hear that because that is somehow been turned into that's a right wing talking point. A podcast I listen to has an advertiser. It is a bricklayers union. Holy shit! The things that they're they're talking like thirty plus dollars an hour. Your medical insurance is paid. Like the 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 things that they're offering. I'm like, damn, I might go be a fucking bricklayer. Like, hey, hey, real quick, no bullshit. My neighbors across the street, literally right across the street from my house are 19 years old, making $32 an hour, working in concrete and bricklaying. No bullshit. And $32 an hour in Kansas. Yeah. Well, I think, oh, yeah. I think uh, you get to $32 an hour. I think you're talking like 70 grand. Let's, let's figure that out. Oh, and dude, please, you're making $32 an hour? That's 60, you're making 66 grand a year. And even if you hate overtime, oh, you're working some. And you're, you're starting. Working. You're starting. You're 19 years yes, old. You're starting at 66 grand a year. Holy fuck. Yeah. He's 19. 19 years. You should see his fucking truck, what's saying, dude. What's it? Be good at it. That's one of the most Kansas things you've ever said, by the way. Be good at it and put and put some years behind you. This cat's going to be making fucking six figures by the time he's 30. It's yeah. It's God I damn. Lord, I was floored. And then I met his friend. I'm like, oh my god. These teenage kids make a huge oh. amount of. Oh, oh, there's a drug problem in one of their futures. Just putting that out there. <laughs> well, I mean, dude, I, I've I've said this before. People who work on the line at Ford, Chrysler, GM, wherever, like, you know, you hear. Well, at least I did. Started hearing it around the late '90s into the early 2000s, basically until 2008. Then motherfuckers were just happy to have a job at those places. But about how the new hires don't make what the old, you know, guys made, and they don't get the Cadillac benefits package and all this shit. And I'm like, yeah, but you understand that, like, dude, you're starting off in 1996 at like what, 15, 16 bucks an hour. And I mean, I'm just gonna be brutally honest with you. Yes, there are very physically demanding jobs in any fucking industry. But working on the line, I have family who work on the line. I've pulled them away from their fucking their their comfort zones and got them to be honest. And they're like, oh, it ain't shit, dude. Can you stand for fucking two hours at a time? Then you can do this fucking job. You're not picking up fucking 150-pound car doors and setting them in. on. There's machines that do that shit. You guide them for the most part. Mm-hmm. You press buttons and shit. You make yeah, sure. You're not the chassis now. Yeah, you're not. You're, yeah, you ain't. You ain't. It ain't like you got a fucking cherry picker and you're taking a motor out. You and your buddy with a fucking dirty thirty, a PBR on a weekend. You know what I'm saying? Like that's more fucking labor intensive as far as hard work than a lot of those fucking jobs. So it's like, dude, seriously. And you know what? This is here. You go. Personal responsibility. Here's personal responsibility for your ass. I took a lot of shit for granted. I thought my twenties. I'll try the music thing. At 30, I'll just do fucking cover bands from here on out. Year and a half of cover bands, I was like, I ain't doing that. Fuck that. So I started looking for the fucking nearest company to sell my soul to. And you know what? They didn't want me. Ford, Chrysler, GM, Detroit Diesel. No one. Nope. Sorry. We're, we're good. Thank you. I still thought it was it was 2009, and I'm sitting there with my dick in my hand blowing in the wind because I'm still thinking it's 1995, and I can just walk into a fucking place and 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 get a job making parts for Ford or GM until Ford or GM call me. It's not that's not the world we live in anymore. So I, I done fucked up and now 
because of a lot of the decisions I've made, my health is fucking garbage. And my body is doing its best to fucking just quit on me as I fucking speak. That's not an exaggeration. I don't want pity. I don't want fucking empathy. I don't want compassion. I did it to myself. But I'll tell you this. I don't get any credit for not for, for, for stopping. And I don't get any credit for trying to even attempt to reverse the fucking damage I've done. But everybody was there on board to tell me how I was fucking up. And everybody was there on board to tell me how I need to get my shit together. Well, I got my shit together. I'm not fucking up. I need help. Yeah, sorry. Nothing we can do for you. That's the world, folks. And if you're not preparing your children for that, you're doing them a huge disservice. And by the way, you better hope your fucking retirement covers everything you need. Because if your kids can't fucking afford to take care of you, you will end up in a state home, and you don't want that. I, one of the, you really don't. One of the, I mean, this is where the conversations we have, I realize you know, I came up a lot different than you guys. I was fortunate to have parents to where... What was instilled with me was when I was chasing my music thing, they always just like, great, make sure you can pay your bills. Like, you could pursue that. It's great. We support it. However, electricity ain't free. You're not going to live here forever, and you can't go fucking, you know, just take food from the grocery store. So I was fortunate enough to have that to like, it was essentially it was them making sure like, make sure you can do more than one thing. Because that's one thing I noticed in two, all of the hand wringing that was going on around here in 2008, 2009 all these 40-somethings, when the plants go away, we're like, well, what do I do? And I remember having, and then still, I'm now their age, and I still, I, you know, I maybe thought as I get older, like maybe it was a young and ignorant way to think. I was like, I don't feel sorry for you. You only made sure you could do one thing. Like you didn't go to college. You didn't at least maybe like take some of that good money you were making right out of high school when you were 19 and maybe go take a couple classes at community college to make sure like, hey, guess what? If this plant closes, I still need to be able to take care of myself. Like well, I, my parents made sure I knew how to do more that like it, it was just more tools in the tool belt. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification to individualized coaching services to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen. Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups. It's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. 
amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. I, I... I mean, I, I, I'm sure I've told this story, but I'll give you the, the I mean, this is just this is the truth. This is the, the abridged, 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 abridged version. I moved in the middle of my high school years from Michigan to Florida. Uh, state of Florida was like, no, nah, a lot of those credits, no, they ain't going to count. And basically they told me like, yeah, you probably have to go back and be like, you know, a sophomore. And I was supposed to be starting my senior year, like the next school year. I was finishing up my junior year here in Michigan. When I moved at the at the winter break. And so I said, how old do I have to be to go to adult ed? And they said 17. I said, how old do I have to be to not go to jail for not going to school? They said 16. I said, okay, well, then I guess I officially drop out. And I went on the road with my dad for four months between December, end, end of December and beginning of, of April. Till I turned 17, I went to adult ed and took the high school classes at my pace and graduated with honors a year early. And you know what my reward for my family was? You're 17, you have a high school diploma, you have a job. Bye. Good luck. Why do you wait up them? <laughs> but, but, but. And they didn't, they didn't think they were doing anything wrong. They thought that they were doing what you're supposed to do because that's what was done to them. There was no warning, no heads up about do this, do this. I had no idea how to do a lot of shit. Yeah, I, being, being raised how I was by the state for such a good chunk of my teenage years, I never, no one ever taught me how to shave. I dry shaved for the first two years I shaved because I didn't know you were supposed to fucking put anything on your fucking face. No one told me. And there was no fucking shaving cream in my house. So I, I didn't even know that you could use like regular old bar soap. Get a good lather, put it on your face. It's better than nothing. No one told me that. I mean, but this is shit that like no one thinks about because they just take for granted. And it's like, dude, I'm not walking around crying about like, trying to start social movements about how I wasn't taught this and taught that and everybody owes me because of this shit. That's what's going on now with a lot of these fucking younger people. Motherfucker, you grew up with the internet. You could do a quick Google search and come up with the the the, the areas to go to school for that are the fastest growing and have the most headroom as far as earning ability, and you could have went to school for them. Instead, you got your bullshit lesbian dance theory degree and your underwater basket weaving and whatever other bullshit degree you fucking got. And you're slinging fucking drinks. Okay. You had the world of knowledge at your fingertips and chose not to look at it. I had people who had no idea what the fuck they were doing. So they didn't even bother to try to tell me what to do. It was just throw you in the deep end. Good luck. 
It's funny. It's, I'm rewatching Thirty Rock right now, and there's there's a joke in it. Uh, Tina Fey's character makes about the the guy that she's married to, and it's uh, she's given an update. Like she leaves her job or whatever and comes back. It's near the end of the season. She's talking to Alec Baldwin. He's asking her how it's going. He's like, oh well, uh, my husband has it, and she named some bullshit degree. And she goes, so he's a receptionist at a dentist office. Yeah. Uh, by the way, a job that I'd beat the dog shit out of both of you for, because it's got some security. I mean, that's all I. All I want is you want me to sell my soul to you, make it to where I don't have to fucking pawn or sell something when the electric bill comes in. My soul's going cheap, and I can't even find a buyer for it now. So, I mean, I, I'm not joking. Like, and that's like a oh, that's a that's a job that's beneath me. Really? Well, then you must be eating pretty well somehow still. Who's feeding you? Because you're not working, and you have all this college debt over your head. I keep hearing you cry about. So if you're paying that off. And you're not working. How can you afford to live, to eat, to do anything? Well, too, it's, oh, irony. it's amazing. <clears throat> all of these people before have managed to have college loans and pay them off. And yet, there's this one generation. They just they they've been saddled with the most debt ever. The irony, Rich, is the kids I was talking about. They only have their high school diplomas, and one of them was like really upset when we were talking about the wages. Kid makes twenty nine dollars an hour because he doesn't know everything about the concrete business, like. My, like his friend does that makes 32 he's really disappointed i shit you not upset that he was making 29 instead of 32 dude i was never told work smart and hard at the right job i was told work smart and hard at every job or excuse me work hard at every job and the cream will rise to the top and that's just that's just not true that's just not true not anymore because if there are too many people with machinations and, and, and plans within plans who plot and will use the sweat of my brow to springboard off and get themselves the job that I should have fucking had. And because I don't know that I'm even playing this game, I'm not even aware this game exists, I have no shot. Now I know, but now my body won't fucking let me do I can't go work 12 hours physical labor anymore. It's not going to happen. It's not in the cards, dude. Period. End of fucking story. And, I, I, like, it's... It, people listen to us. If you're anywhere near our age, hopefully you're not in this situation, okay? But it's a terrifying feeling when you're staring the abyss in the face and you're like, I don't think I can keep from fucking going over the edge and falling into it. Unless I get, like, government help of some sort. But once you fucking attach your lips to that tit, you ain't ever coming off it. And if they can give it to you, they can take it all away from you. So you gotta dance, monkey, dance. Well, and you know what pisses me off? I'm st I could still be a valuable member to society with my fucking brain. But because I don't have a piece of fucking lambskin paper... No one will give me a fucking shot or because I could run a fucking I could run a fucking pizza place better than most motherfucking people that own the places because I've did 10 years foot on the front line. I know what works. I know what doesn't work. But because, hey, yeah, you know, I can't I can't be on my feet for fucking 10 hours straight. So in downtime, yeah, I'm going I'm to pull up a stool and have a seat. You're lazy. You're fired. Get out of here. How are you going to have that fucking hard ass mentality when at any cost mentality? But yet you're going to throw me to the side because even though I'm fucking, you're winning like a motherfucker with me. I sat down one time and that, that was lazy. You're, you're, no, you got to go. But that's the attitude. Work any construction job. It is fucking just like prison. Show one bit of weakness. You are swarmed, dude. You are swarmed.
That's why these kids, that's another reason these kids don't go into these fields. They go into them, they last a day or two. I have a friend who's a fucking contractor. He's a construction contractor. When that doesn't happen, when that's not popping off, he's on the roof with the rest of the crew pulling shingles. You know how many fucking stories I've heard about 19, 20, 21-year-olds coming in and not lasting a week? One of my best motivations to stay in college. I worked at a factory job for two days. I left in the middle of my second shift. I was like, nope, I'm going to keep going to college. This is not for me. And I was, and see, here's, here's another thing. And parents, don't fucking sleep on this with your kids. If you honestly love your kids, at some point, before they fucking decide whether they go to college or trade school or whatever the fuck they're going to do, you need to sit down and have this conversation. You need to ask them, okay? Like, do you understand that if you get a, a college degree in some bullshit, you're going to end up doing the job that you're trying to get away from anyways? Yep. I always tell people, and do you, like, I went to college for music and radio, so it means I had a great time. Now I'm your boss. Here's how yeah. you make a pizza. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, it's... I absolutely. I, and on top of that, there's a lot of kids out there. Like I was from where I came from, like, like I'm a walking paradox. Apparently where I came from, I shouldn't have done good in school, but I just, I did. I mean, I, I had, a, I was on honor roll and I never cracked a book in high school. Poor people are allowed to be smart. No, not really about? anymore. Not really anymore. No, if you're poor, you got to be white trash. If you're white and you're poor, you got to be white no, trash. But I mean, you, you have the ability stupid. to be smart. If you if you have a low income, you still have the personal ability to be smart. No, I got you. It's just, you you know what I'm saying. Out. But here's the deal. I go to college. College is a whole different fucking world. I have no idea how to study. I have no idea how to maximize my study time. I have no idea how to identify what type of instructor, professor, teacher, whatever you want to call it, I have and how to give them what they want so I can pass the class. Because a lot of college is just, uh, especially once you get into the softer sciences, uh, like sociology, psychology, they just give you what they believe and they want you to pair it back what they say. I made the mistake of actually, oh, I don't know, challenging their opinion. And I ended up failing classes based solely on that. And yes, I was told that one-on-one -on -one in their office when I went in to complain. Because I said, all the points I made, you didn't refute one of them. Yeah, but that's not what I taught you. But you said, here's the here's a situation. Explain this. You know what I'm saying? And I did. But because I didn't explain it exactly how you wanted me to, but I used the, the, the I followed the science. I quoted my sources. You know, you're preaching some shit that's been outdated for a hundred years. I, I at least drug us back into the yeah, fucking I mean, 20th century. You, I'm sure I've told you guys this before. My for my initial disillusionment, disillusionment with college was the fact that you seemed to be learning the teacher's opinions on the subject. You weren't learning the subject. Exactly. Exactly. And see that, but that's my problem. Is I was learning the teacher's opinions and and. I was studying alongside the guy that had a master's and a PhD in the history I was learning. Dude, like I was 18 years old, able to sit there and go, wait, that's your opinion. That isn't what's in the book. Let me tell you something, man. This is, and this is, this is just the reality of the world we live in at the moment. There's always going to be a place for historians and philosophers and artists and all this shit, English majors. Uh, but that ain't what the world needs now. I mean, what drives this world right now is the STEM, in the STEM industries. And 
I don't give a fuck. You can come out with your PhD in fucking history, your PhD in English lit. You can do whatever the fuck you want with that. What's that good for? To to beef up your resume and absolutely well, nothing. And Same maybe again. maybe if you're a fucking PhD, you can get a job teaching the shit to other people that are dumb enough to make that their major. That's about it. So you can pass on your misery to another generation where it's even less fucking pertinent information to what's going on in, in driving the world right now. Because all this sociological bullshit doesn't fucking... What's scary is when it really starts creeping into the boardroom. And it started to do that, but ultimately, profits are going to come out over anything. Profits over idealism any fucking day in a, in a boardroom and, and when you're talking to, to your fucking investors. That's all... I, we don't care what you believe in. Did we make money or lose money? That's going to be... So on that aspect, Chris, you're absolutely right. That's going to be the driving force. But all the industries that are growing are the industries people don't want to go into. The friend I talked to, who's a microbiologist who has a doctorate in it, he didn't go into that because he has a passion for it. He went into it because he's good at it and he knows that's going to be a growth industry. And then what happened in 2020 happened and Jesus Christ, did he fuck it? It's like you got job security like a motherfucker for the foreseeable future off of one thing. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. you know, and. By the way, he works for you. He, he's anyway. I mean, all we were told in high school and college, IT, 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 and no shit. Twenty years later, hey, probably should have went to IT. Yeah, but then everything I was told when I went home is, why are you playing with that stupid fucking computer? The fuck you're yep. wasting your fucking time with that. Get out of here. Get out. Go play. Go outside. Uh, the, yeah. They got those uh, memes going around. Like, if you could talk to your 18 year old self and say three words, what would you say? Like, I always type. Learn like, to code. Yeah, yeah, go into IT. Yeah, learn to code. And by the way, when like initially in the in the in the mid in the mid 2010s and shit or the 20 teens, when this shit, you know, about oh poor pity us, we picked the wrong thing in college started coming up. A lot of the the, the pushback to it was people would go on Twitter and just hash or Facebook and hashtag learn to code. That actually got people banned for life off of Twitter because that Twitter started calling that hate speech because the 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 so-called progressives started playing their favorite game of what if. Well, you don't know. Maybe that person has a learning disability. Maybe it makes it impossible for them to learn the code. Maybe their parents were related before they were married. And who? Blah, 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 blah. Maybe, 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 maybe. What if? What if? What if? What if? Bullshit. That's just what it is, man. <laughs> my favorite retort to all that is is my one buddy. His dad used to say this. And if my aunt had balls, she'd be my uncle. Well, you can play the if game all fucking day. Hey, Chris, it is 2021. Oh, God damn Careful. it. You're right. Oh, that, that metaphor is canceled. Well, no, no, it's actually right now, right? Because you'd have to change the pronoun. You know, and dude, I, here's the bitch of it. Here's, here's the, the really hard part is that on some points that these, these, you know, the younger generations bring up, I'm like, you know what? You're absolutely right, man. But the problem is is that you're trying to like rape us with your opinion, force us to fucking accept your opinion. Or, you know, instead of like presenting a logical backed with facts argument, which there's more than enough there to do, by the way, they want us to accept it because they feel that way and everything they feel is valid. And you can't, do you know the biggest argument I see between parents and kids these days? And believe me, especially when they hit teenage years, you're going to hear this a lot. You're going to hear it a lot if you've got a kid that's coming up on them. Better get used to it. You can't tell me how to feel. Don't tell me how to feel. How dare you tell me how to feel? Anytime you fucking go, 
yeah, you feel that way, but that ain't the way the real world works. You just invalidated their feelings. You're a toxic person. You need to be cut out of their life. Sounds like a few conversations I had with my ex-wife. Okay, you can feel like that. That's not how it goes. Like, I, you feel that electricity shouldn't be shouldn't cost as much as it does. I do too. There's the bill. You're welcome to call them and try to fucking talk them down using that line of that that that, that line of logic in your argument. Well, it's the thing I say all the time about the 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 fifteen dollar movement. Like, I feel I should make some more money. Cool. So do I. However, it's we'll start another conversation. But yeah, it's yeah, it's, yeah, great. We all feel this. But yeah. yeah, well, I mean, but once again, the whole I feel this way, so you have to accept it. This whole bullshit covers up the covers up the real conversation we should have about pay in this country, and that's uh, pretty much uh, executives are ridiculously overpaid, especially for what they deliver a lot of times. Because once you reach a certain once you reach a certain status in this country, you fail upwards. I mean. You want, you want, I'll make a list for the next show, but we've talked about them endlessly over the years. These executives that, you know, Dave Brandon fucked up Domino's. U of M welcomed him in. He fucked up at Domino's so bad, Dave Brandon is president of Domino's, that the next president that took over <laughs> for him, their, their advertising campaign was him personally apologizing to yeah. their customers. Yeah. What did he do? He left the job at, as Domino's CEO and president and became the athletic director at the University of Michigan, making even more money than he was making at Domino's, ran that program into the ground, and is now like making even more money in some fucking company. He's just smart enough to keep his fucking head down and not, and not be a public figure anymore. So take us, get out of our line of sight, and we'll forget you exist, and we'll forget that you're just failing upwards. That's fucked. I mean, Chris, am I exaggerating about the fucking dominoes? Literally, their, their next president was like, we're sorry for yeah. our pizza. No, and I remember people being like, what are they doing with this ad campaign? And it turned out to do really well for them. It helped yeah. turn them around. Uh, Rich, all I could think of is, after you said all that, it's, it's, we keep bringing up the George Carlin quote. It's a big club, and you ain't in it. Absolutely, and that's what I'm saying. The conversation needs needs to be executives are overpaid for what they deliver period and your average worker is underpaid every time i hear someone say 15 dollars an hour for flipping burgers first thing that inevitably comes up is a paramedic doesn't even make 15 dollars an hour you're right he should be making 30 dollars an hour there's no reason someone who's saving lives on Absolutely. the front lines should make less than 15 dollars an hour and they should and if we're talking about what they what they should make if we're going to live in the land of if and i wish yeah they should they they should make thirty dollars an hour. I think being able to restart a human heart's worth at least fifty grand a year. Just putting that up. Just putting that out there. Yeah, and don't get me started on firefighters. Yeah. Well, dude, that's the conversation that needs to be had. But the problem is, the people at the top will go, "Yeah, but this motherfucker wants fifteen dollars an hour for flipping burgers." And look, 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 look how hard you work, and look what you bring home, and look how lazy this fucker is. And first of all, let's stop the bullshit, okay? Up until recently. McDonald's was more than happy to hire you and fire you in the same day if you were you walked in there and were a fucking just incompetent asshole. They will be again. Trust me. It's oh no, it, it's coming. Yeah. It's coming. That's why everyone who is clutching their pearls and wringing their hands over oh people don't want to work. I'm like, they got a reprieve. That's it. It's just a fucking stay of their execution. They're going back to the hangman's fucking noose. Don't worry. You're going. You temporarily embarrassed millionaire Americans who think you're going to join the club one day. Don't worry. You'll get your fucking blood eventually. 
You just got to wait a little longer. We're hey, sorry Rich. that a pandemic put off your fucking, your righteous indignation for a year and a half. It's coming. Don't worry. Rich CEOs don't make too much money. They got to put people in space, dude. Come on. Yeah. And please explain this because I. Jared Isaacman is the guy who came up with the code to read uh, credit card purchases. That's how he became a billionaire. Is it, so that's the PayPal guy, right? No, wait. That was Peter Thiel. No. Never mind. Yeah, he's just a credit card guy that, you know, he made credit cards possible. But that being said, he put an all-civilian crew in space after Jeff Bezos. Why? Just because. Just because. I knew that question was cut. Why? Just because. Because he could. Well, did they go to space? Or was it like Branson and Bezos where they kind of just went to the top no, of the they're, atmosphere? they're orbiting the Earth as we speak. Oh, so they, they went more into space than Bezos and Richard Branson. Because mm -hmm. those guys just went to the top of the atmosphere and turned around. Mm -hmm. Oh. Because they could. One, so. but do, you, do, you, do you see what I'm saying? Now, by any metric of that you could like like put a value on my fucking like my beliefs I, that's a ridiculous waste of money that's a you're going to spend ridiculous amounts of money by the way bezos got millions in public funding for his little fucking vanity trip to space never forget that that won't be reported in mainstream news though. i love it that was, he thanked his amazon employees i love he did that like he fucking prick what it's, you know like, like at least like he's honest he's you know, the media is acting like, first of all, that we didn't do this like over, you know, 60 years ago with one one hundredth of the technology that's available to us now. Like we're acting like he he broke some barrier. No, you didn't. You didn't go higher than the guy who fucking jumped out of, the, you know, uh, sky dove from the stratosphere for Red Bull, dude. You didn't go any fucking higher than him. Basically, you have a fucking overpriced vomit comment. Is what you did. But all the money that was spent on that, if you care about humanity so much, why didn't you put that into fucking, I don't know, shit to help humanity? Because how, how did what you do help humanity uh, as a whole? You're not breaking any ground. You're not discovering anything new. But who says he has to? Okay, then he's a piece of shit. And just call it what it is. And stop sucking his dick because he's got money. That doesn't make him your friend. You ain't going to get a check for defending him. Like, all these guys, these are rich guys, rich guy in. Like, I don't understand why people are all pissed. Like, well, <laughs> no, 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 no. No, I'm not pissed that they're doing this. I think it's ridiculous. I think it's shitty of them. Okay. But I'm pissed that people are like, oh, yeah, great, wonderful. Look at this. Driving innovation. No, he's fucking not. I, 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 I get you that all this understanding. Oh, we're going to space. Like, we've been to space a thousand fucking times. What is, what is this, 1952? <laughs> Alan Shepard sat on top of a fucking rocket meant to deliver a warhead across the fucking world during World War II and prayed it didn't explode on the pad and went up in the fucking sky. We are 60 years on. In America, there's been one launch pad tragedy and two shuttles lost do the fucking math how many trips have we made how much shit have we put up in the in the fucking space have we launched up there how now compare it to the amount of lives lost that was innovation that was taking a risk this motherfucker waited for 60 plus years of fucking technology to be developed 
came at the tail end of it, put together a fucking rocket ship that looked like Dr. Evil's dick <laughs> and did. went up in the stratosphere and came back yeah. down and is taking victory laps like he just one shot cured AIDS. Get the fuck out of my face, dude. Well, he's one of the oligarchs. <clears throat> you got to kiss his ass. Do you know what I was thinking, though? With Jeff Bezos and now with Jared and his rocket and everything, there's no black men that they took up to space. None. It makes me go back to... Uh, oh, they'll be Cedric. racist in a couple weeks. No, Cedric the Entertainer. If you're going to the moon, damn it, we're going to the moon. <laughs> Just be up there all wrong. <laughs> if you guys have never seen the Kings of Comedy, you got to see it. It's fucking hilarious. I, I can't remember that part. But yeah, Cedric I mean, like, the Entertainer like, talking about driving the fucking space shuttle and talk about coonery on the moon. Is that what like you're getting at? Like a Yeah. Okay. Look, I, I I get that there's a a strong dislike for like Elon Musk and his and his people of his ilk because you know oh he works his people hard he doesn't want a union. He's at in least there. an innovator. He moved. He's okay. Kinda. Let's be honest. He tries a lot. But just like anybody else, if you want to succeed, you better get used to failing a lot before you finally taste success. Oh, yeah. That is the nature of learning. That is how shit works. You you did not come out of that gaping, pussy, shitty thing that your mother calls a cunt and were able to fucking do everything you can do right now. You couldn't even stand up. You could deaf damn sure couldn't wipe your own ass. You couldn't even feed yourself. You had to learn all that. And there was a lot of times you probably were taking your first step and fell flat on your face. And you know what you do? You get back up and you try again. That's how success works. And what pisses me off is he, yes, he's trying, but it's like every time he fails, it's like, oh, this is it. The whole world's got to see he's useless now, right? And it's like, is he though? Because what happens if one of these fucking things, ideas he comes up with actually hits? What happens if, if we actually do build a way to travel cross country that is, you know, ecologically sound. But he gave us the, the country's first viable electric car. The, the one that one you could actually like drive like a normal car. Oh God, yeah. I've seen way more Teslas on the road. Yeah, because you and actually I'm talking get like in, to a in Southfield. Yeah, like to a charge, you actually get like what you get to a tank of gas. Like he he brought electric cars to the masses. You know, before it was like something you could drive for like two hours and had to charge. Yeah. Like Prius were a joke. They were a punchline on South Park. The Volt, I heard a lot about it. I, I saw maybe one or two on the road. But, I mean, we have the – dude, I live less than 10 minutes from the GM Proving Ground. So – and, I mean, you know, the, the Chrysler Tech Center and GM Tech Center, all that shit's right here. We are in the cradle of the auto industry. So seeing a fucking – a car like a Volt on the road doesn't mean that it's being mass-produced and sold to us. It just means they're testing it, and we're in their backyard. That's it. That's all it means. But I see, like I said, I see Teslas all over the place compared to what I see other electric cars. You go to Southfield. For those who don't know, from not not from Michigan, Southfield is a city that is right at the northern border of Detroit. The Eminem movie Eight Mile. You go across Eight Mile at a certain point, you're in Southfield. Yeah, call okay? them. They'll show you where it's at. It's all right. Southfield, yes, there are a lot of businesses in Southfield because it was one of the first suburbs that businesses who were leaving Detroit or as Detroit got over whatever, crowded or whatever you want to call it, they moved out to the immediate suburbs. So there are businesses there. There is money in Southfield, but it ain't like L.A., Beverly Hills type money. It ain't like that. So 
when you see Teslas rolling around, and this was fucking five, six, seven years ago, that means they probably paid what, Chris, a hundred grand for them. Oh yeah, for sure. You can get Tesla now, I think, for like fifty grand. I think. That's cheaper than a caddy. Don't quote me. Yeah. That's. I mean, I'm dead serious. That's cheaper than a caddy. Like, and that's before COVID. Cadillacs were like seventy thousand for a fucking uh, 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 Escalade, and that's bare bones Escalade. Damn. Man. You can get a Tesla for fucking thirty nine grand. I looked up uh, Tesla Model Three, standard range plus. The low it starts at thirty nine thousand dollars. But what I was remember what I was said about earlier about like Jordan Peterson. If you tell someone about someone, Elon Musk is one of those people. He his very the mention of his name triggers these people into fits of fucking just soy rage. I don't know how else <laughs> to explain it because it's just it's so fitting. And it just really name is. Show. And I'm just like, what? What are you pissed about? Why? Because he's successful. Well, his workers aren't union, and he, he, the people that develop the shit, and blah 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 blah. Yeah, you know what? You're right. You're right. Okay, cool. Um, by the way, is that an iPhone? Is that an iPad? Yeah. Is that a is that a Mac Airbook? Are you wearing yeah. Nikes? What the fuck? No, no, fuck that. What the fuck did uh Steve Jobs actually come up with on his own? It's true. What did he sit down and solder and make? That's yeah. That led to the. Did he go into a room and six months later come out with the iPhone? <laughs> he br- took in a toolbox. You heard a lot of hammering, some drilling. Comes out with the first yeah. iPhone. But yet. You buy his fucking products, you worship at the altar of fucking Apple all fucking day. And you know that their business practices, as far as what they pay the people who manufacture this shit, is fucking reprehensible. You know it. Anti-suicide nets. You can't even kill yourself to get away from the slave labor at some of those fucking places. Literally, I doubted that on the air. And Aaron and Chris on the old unregimented were like, no, that's real. Here's the, like, started sending articles via the group chat. And I was like, oh, I thought that was an exaggeration. That is, do you understand how offensive to me that is on just a human rights level? You can't even escape the hell that is your life. No, no. Not only are you a slave, you're going to be a slave until we're done with you, until we've squeezed the last bit of productivity out of you. Then we'll give you permission to, hey, go, to, to go die. Hey, hey by the way, uh, extreme uh, left, that's communist. That's a communist country. There you go. I mean, isn't I said it loud so it didn't offend you that much. I mean, it, it or quiet. It, I should say it's really all there is to say. And it, every time I bring I bring up someone who's promoting some sort of communist fucking, you know, we need to go to this, we need to go to that. I go, well, then show me where it's ever succeeded. Exactly. And they go, well, that's why we're friends. Hold on, I say the same thing. Because they go, well, it's because America interfered and other countries interfered with it. And I said, okay, if you're political and economic philosophy cannot withstand attacks from outside of itself, then it's not a viable philosophy in the first place. Part of being a good philosophy is being able to withstand the attacks. Well, yeah, I would, well I'd say to that person, you did not answer the question. Well, no, because they never answer questions, dude. It's always deflect and accuse, deflect, accuse. It's, dude, it's just like arguing with a Christian when you were growing up right before you left the church. You remember those discussions. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Hey, we, we've all been there. And you just you you just use their own words that they have thrown in your face all your life up to that point, and you repeat them back to them, deflect attack, deflect attack, deflect attack. Or you find out that there's a lot of so-called Christians out there who don't really have any convictions behind their beliefs. They just, well, I was raised Christian, so I'm Christian. 
You don't have to be anything. You can be whatever the fuck you want. You want to sit around and fuck yourself up the ass with a fucking broomstick and worship the banana god. As long as you don't do it with your windows open, no one's going to fucking call the cops on you. You don't hey, wait, have to be anything. Is there a banana god? I'm in. I mean, I personally, if I'm going to worship something, what did, what did Carlin say? The sun. Joe Pesci? Oh, no. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I can the see sun the sun. Yeah. I can see the sun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but not at night. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, it's, dude, it, this is what I'm saying. Fighting, keeping extremism at bay is a full-time fucking job. And we long ago abandoned the gates, and we've been overrun. And that's just because they threw common sense out the fucking window. It's a well, losing battle. Yeah, we dude. Because you know what? It, you know what it really is. Uh, in a lot of ways, it's a lot of ways. The reason shit like this began to take hold, and and like dig in as much as it has into our culture, to where we're in the middle of this like glacier, sh- like like glacier fucking shifting or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like one of those type of, of changes. Because we're in the middle of one. Don't fool yourself. <coughs> Chris, ultimately, yeah, profit's going to win out. Money's going to have, you know, fish got to swim. Money's got to find the right fucking bank account. That doesn't mean it's going to happen for everybody, though. That just means people in power are going to make sure they still get their fucking money coming in. I mean, just the hippies all became yuppies, and it's going to happen with all these woke motherfuckers. Like, Yeah, yeah. But a lot of the reason that we're in the situation we are now is because so many people in our generation are terrified, especially the younger half of Gen X, are terrified of being seen as old and irrelevant. So they they dig their claws and they fucking prop up and worship anything anybody younger than them comes up with as if it's the greatest thing since fucking sliced bread. And it's not. There's a reason you don't let a five-year-old be president. There's a reason you don't let an 18-year-old be president. There's a reason you don't let a fucking 30-year-old be president. The reason there's not a lot of 25 CEOs kicking around. Exactly. Exactly. Because you know what? If you're that entrepreneurial at 25, you already have your own business. Yeah. You're, you're, you're not C- looking to hire on, be hired into some other yeah. business. You're the CEO of your own company. Yes. And this fucking obsession, this 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 fetization of youth has brought us to this point and it's it's very well-intentioned liberals who have led the charge on this one and what we all know where do good intentions lead you straight to hell well now all we got to do is just march hand in hand guys because this where we're we're in the middle of 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 seven billion people walking off a cliff you ain't gonna turn around and walk the other way you're going to go with where the crowd goes. You got a couple choices. You can go Ted Kaczynski and go sit out in a fucking shack somewhere and piss and shit in a bucket and hunt for you and hunt squirrel to eat. Or you can blow your fucking head off. Or I guess you can roll the dice and go try to go to some other country and, and make your fucking life wherever they'll have you. And by the way, for all the bullshit talk about how we need to let in everybody who wants to come here, I have a family member. Fuck it. I'll, t- I'll, t- I'll put her name out there. Tell the truth. Shame the devil. It's my stepmother. She looked into moving to New Zealand. New Zealand won't even look at you to immigrate to their country unless you have two hundred and fifty grand in the bank liquid. Oh. True statement. Holy what? True yes. Whoa. Statement. Like p- people on the extreme left here would explode if we did that. 
Rachel Maddow would just melt on national TV. <laughs> oh, like the woman from Wizard of Oz. I'm healthy. We're doing I'm what? Healthy. Yeah. But, but what's funny is New Zealand always gets held up as this super woke example of how we should be. New Zealand, who very much is a just uh, a, 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 a huge island of contradictions. Be woke, but, you know, we're not going to be. You do have as to I accept- say, not as we do. Yeah, you have to accept immigrants or else that's like American imperialism and that's horrible and blah, blah, blah. But us, we don't want any poor people. Get the fuck out of here. No, no, no. We're a secular society, even though most of their fucking society revolves around some sort of fucking church community type bullshit. Jesus Christ, one of their largest cities in the entire country is named Christ Church. That's not an accident, okay? I mean, look, look around you, use your senses, use your common sense, understand you're being sold a bill of goods. We, there's no point in fucking getting upset that the horses are gone from the barn because they left years ago. All you can do is try to make sure that you, there's some hay and the, and the locks on the doors work in case the generations behind us someday realize, oh, maybe we should have locked the door on the horses. Maybe maybe actually like not letting something go run free and wild and actually like giving it some boundaries is the good thing because right now everything is possible and nothing is real in this country. There is nothing that is an objective fact in the minds of more people than I'm comfortable even fucking thinking about in this country. Not, not, not if you're male or female, not if you're fucking, I mean, everything is just, everything's up for fucking argument. If I want to say something's racist, I just, I just say it's racist and when people go, how? I go, patriarchy. What the fuck does that have to do with racism? It's all intersectional. Everything's connected. And what do you do? You can't fight that. And you know what? We could have fought it at one point. Y'all were asleep. Y'all fucking refused. You laughed. You pointed. Ha, 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 ha. You're stupid. You're fun. I told Aaron and you, Chris, years ago, on Unregimented, it's time to stop fucking laughing. Because the shit that's coming you down did. the fucking pipe ain't fucking funny. And Aaron sat there and chuckled his ass off like I just said the funniest fucking joke in the world. When Trump got elected, he wasn't laughing, though, was he? It's true. Like, I wonder what's that. I'm just wondering what's going to be after Biden. It's, I'm, getting, I'm, I'm buying popcorn now. I'm trying to figure out how it became okay to sexualize our kids. What? That's been coming for fucking decades. Ever. Where's this coming Dude. from? Because are, are you a boy or are you a girl? Just go outside and fucking play. Don't worry about sex right now. No, it's it's. I get what he's saying. He's just, as usual, putting it in a very poor fucking way. It's like coming Bill out Larson. Field. <laughs> it's like, well, that's where he that's where he lives. Don't you understand? <laughs> yes. yes that's like, where they make huh, the best hint for. We're talking about this now. <laughs> yeah, the, the, no, he. The verbal rich, date rapist just date rapist. <laughs> no, Rich fucking mentioned. None of I got you. Real, I'm about to, I'm about to try to bad. back you up if you give me a second. Good. You're, you're right because Bill Maher said it last Friday, I believe, on his uh, on his show. He was like, "This whole, you know, national anthem for black people, national anthem for white people. Why are we teaching our children to hate each other and and solely I uh, deal with someone based on the color of their skin? Like these are kids who would not be aware of race unless we were fucking bringing it up constantly and beating it in their head." I know it's my white privilege speaking, but that's. Kind of the opposite of what Dr. King was going for. Yeah. Well, uh, we all, look, dude, 
It's a tired trope from the right at this point, but it's accurate. It, it, Martin Luther King would be canceled these days. Remember in the Boondocks episode, Return oh, of the well, King? He, he did like he came himself back. pussy. No one, no one well, likes to talk about that. That's regardless of that. Yeah. Remember in Return of the King on the Boondocks? Oh, yeah. Okay, and how the right was attacking him? Just say you love America. Why can't you say you love America? Liberals can never say you love America. Now it would be, well... I don't agree with homosexuality. I don't agree with transgenderism. I don't agree with, you know, this and this. But I feel you. I don't have a right as a human being to tell you what you can and can't do. And now it would be the very liberals who even less than 20 years ago would have stood up for him because he didn't say he loved America. He, he refused to say it or whatever would be in his face going, you have to say you love gay people. You have to say you love the LGBT community. You have to do this. dude. Otherwise, you're out of the club. <laughs> you know, uh, Bill Hicks said it. Anytime in history anybody comes and tries to enlighten us as a, as a species, as a society, we ridicule and laugh at those people, and then we fucking murder them. I mean, dude, the FBI, this is not conspiracy theory shit. This is in the history books now. Even the, even the woke-approved ones, unless they've been revised in the last couple of years. FBI was neck deep in, in the fucking civil rights movement. And trying to disrupt it. And so was the CIA. COINTELPRO. That was the name of the fucking operation. This is not fucking anything that you can't just pick up in a fucking national library. And a book, okay? You don't fucking think that someone like King and Malcolm X... When did, they t when did Malcolm X get taken out? After he went to Mecca and saw that there were Muslims of all races making that pilgrimage, into, pil pilgrimage to Mecca. And he realized, oh shit, I've been being taught a perverted basically blasphemous version of 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 islam by the nation of islam here in here in america this isn't what true islam is and he came back and he said look every time i spoke i said the honorable elijah muhammad teaches us and i spoke his words out of my mouth now i'm speaking my own words out of my own mouth and i'm no longer with the nation of islam boom that motherfucker was dead less than a year later martin luther king wanted to pivot his message from race relations to poverty. He was talking about shit that we're just starting to talk about in the mainstream media 50 plus years ago. He was talking about universal basic income, healthcare for people who couldn't afford it, a social safety net that's actually a safety net, not using prison to house mentally ill and homeless, and, and excuse me, mentally ill and, and, and poor people because we don't know what else to do with them because, well, it's cheaper to fucking put them in for-profit prison and let them rot. Boom, he's dead. Anybody that tries to help we don't want to help. Powers that be don't want to fucking help. Now, I'm not saying there's some conspiracy that, that they walked around and planned this shit. But you're telling me the FBI and the CIA, who were so far up both those men's asses, they could tell you that Malcolm X was a real one and stayed true to his fucking wife? That motherfucker walked the talk, whereas Martin Luther King was a hoe and was fucking anything. They had two tits, a hole, and a heartbeat. But they didn't know that this shit was coming down the pipe. They couldn't have tried to stop this. They couldn't have fucking made a phone call to somebody. Hey, you might not want to have him speak at this fucking ballroom. You know, Nation of Islam's pretty pissed off over what he said. We got wiretaps fucking proving it. Come on, dude. And this is the thing. This used to be history. This used to be what you actually learned in a history class. Now, I bet you there's high school students graduating or they graduated this year who've never heard any of this fucking information that I just said. And it was common knowledge. I guarantee it.
Malcolm who? It, was, well, it happened, it happened before 2000. You. There's no need to learn history before the year 2000. Sadly, you're right. I mean, that's, that's what it is. It's, it's narcissism. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. Amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. Thank you for visiting ChristopherMedia.net. Here's my phone. Log into your Google account. What you know? I did an experiment, and I, 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 I implore everybody listening to try this. Okay. If you have a YouTube account, clear your search history, clear your recommend, clear your history. Period. Now, I'm not saying sign out of your account. Just clear your history. Keep all your fucking subscriptions, all the shit you got bookmarked, and watch what you want to watch, not what fucking is popped up and suggested, okay? And look at how different shit will be suggested to you than what was being suggested to you before you cleared out your history and shit. I did it two weeks ago. I don't get far right and far left wing shit anymore recommended to me. You know why? Because I never sought that fucking shit out in the first place. But once they saw that I, once once the algorithm picked up that oh he's he's pretty much what's considered a moderate these days. Oh okay, I started getting the craziest far left and far right bullshit thrown at me, and it was agitation propaganda. It was there to stir the pot. Why did the algorithm do that? Because they know that outrage will get you to click it. This is marketing 101, guys. Yeah. This isn't anything new. And we call it conspiracies, and we laugh, and we point, and we belittle people who try to fucking tell you this. And let me tell you something. Someone who's going to take time out of their fucking day, I don't have to do this for fucking three, four hours a fucking week. I could say, I'd much rather be high jerking off to some really nasty fucking high-def porn, okay? But one, it helps keep me sane. And two, yeah, and maybe I do have a little bit of a fucking, you know, ego problem here, but, you know... Maybe one, if one person listening out of, let's say there's three, just for throwing out numbers, one out of 300 listening actually listen, go out and, and, and look shit up and are enlightened by any of this. Fuck it. I call that a win. I truly do. Especially in today's day and age where everything is purposely marketed and directed at you to elicit a certain response, whether it be, oh, I need to buy that or, oh, fuck these people. It's still manipulation. And I don't know why that. I know why they don't want to. They taught us that in specs and it was just like almost like matter of a fact, by the way, pretty much all advertising is manipulation. You know that, right? And it was like, even then half the class was like, this is stupid. When do we get to talk on a mic? Yeah. And I'm sitting there going, wait, did you just say the quiet part out loud? Wait, well, yeah, you mean we're at the school for it? Of course. And I'm like, but I'm sitting there and I'm like, but I've been told my entire life that I'm crazy for thinking this. That no, this isn't how the world works. That that I'm wrong. If you don't, and think now I just handed you twelve grand, and you're going to tell me I'm right? If you don't think there is psychology involved in advertising, you are just being willfully ignorant. We had a lot of willful ignorant people. I had a lot of willfully ignorant people growing up surrounding me. I mean, I mean, there's, I mean, yeah. Again, people, if you can hear my voice. 
Uh, Escaping the Cave. It was a series in 2019 about agitation propaganda. Fucking listen to it. He's not even on a network anymore. That I mean, This is purely promoting somebody else's stuff, but eye-opening. I do not... I, I mean, I, I always knew all that stuff about advertising, but say, I do not, I've not looked at social media the same since then. And then watch that movie. What was it? Uh... Uh, the social dilemma. Yeah, the social dilemma. Listen to listen to the series on agitation propaganda and watch the social dilemma. You're gonna fucking it's, was that meme of Ron Swanson throwing out his computer? You're gonna do that shit. No, dude, I it's insidious, and to me that is the most apt way to describe it. It is vile, the way manipulation is used to get you to do what you want or what 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 companies and, and governments and 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 religions get you to do what they want you to do. There was research done on the like button about what it triggered in you. Like the like, the like button was just, like, hey, why don't just people just say they like stuff? We'll do th-. no, no. There was research on fucking dude. It's like rats hitting the fucking. We're getting a feeder pellet, right? Yep. And it's absolutely right. I can tell you this: if you're my friend, if you, if you're my friend on social media, I pretty much just post memes and every once in a while a fucking stupid silly funny rant that's about it i look at i look at social media as junk as 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 junk food for the mind but i've even had to like all right it's time to put the fucking phone down it's time to fucking close the page out on my computer whatever the fuck and just take a break because if i don't dude i i see it i see it myself the minute i have a free moment i pull my phone out facebook how many notifications do i have how many of them are likes i'm counting Oh, this person liked this, this person liked it. What does that matter in the grand scheme of things? Right. How does that improve my life? It doesn't. And then here's the thing. I'm I'm self-aware enough to catch myself and laugh at myself when I get caught up in that shit. We now have two generations that are completely raised in this shit to where they think that what I just described is the baseline for human fucking behavior. I just saw an article yesterday. I did not read it, but it was from a reputable source. Pretty much says research has found that Instagram is harming teenagers. No shit. I, that like what, and... Like what it has done to teenage girls, I just feel oh bad. And I'm glad I don't have children. Well, that's... Dude, that's what... I mean, that, that, that kind of goes back to you know, what Earl was bringing up. It's not a matter of why are we allowing children to be sexualized. That's always happened in history. Look up what the... I know everyone watched 300 and thought it was a really cool movie, but the Spartans were really pieces of shit. The Spartans were dicks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, dude. Like, they would have their male children, and if they weren't, like, if there was anything wrong with them, they just threw them off a fucking cliff and let them fucking be, you know, just sit there and die. Let them be picked apart, screaming while they're alive by fucking wildlife, whatever. And the ones that, that were good enough to move on became like their, for lack of a better term, I don't know the, the proper term off the top of my head, but became like their squires. But here's the thing. They fucked their squires. These were their kids. They were fucking their own sons. And it was completely fucking normal in that time. No one batted an eye. Sexualizing children is nothing new. It's just becoming more acceptable in today's society with certain groups of people because they go, well, children are going to children. Well, then take your fucking, take that smartphone with that camera away from that 11-year-old child. Why does an 11-year-old child have a, a phone in the first place? A phone, not just, you want a phone? Here's your fucking flip phone. Here's your Nokia. Enjoy playing Snake, motherfucker. How do I take pictures? You don't. How do I get on the internet? You don't. Well, what good's this phone for? For communicating what it was invented for. For being a phone. Yeah. 
Yeah. For me to be able to call you when it's time to come home for dinner. Because I'm too lazy to go out and scream anymore. Yeah. Because that's what our parents did. Well, no, 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 let's stop, let's stop the bullshit. I'm pretty sure two of our parents were like, oh, if I have to go to the door and even look for you, I'm beating the fuck out of you when you walk in this house. Yep. Like, certain time, your ass was in the house. Oh, no, yeah, no. You were anywhere not to be found when those fucking lights came out. I say mine was the cliche that street lights, street lights are on, oh, time to go home. And yeah, no, it was, you know, I said, I got, you know, they said there was, there was discipline. There was the belt and mom had the fly swatter. It wasn't ritualistic, but yeah, no, it was, there was, it was just, it's like the Dennis Leary. What is it? Locked and loaded. He's like, I don't, I don't hit my kids, but I find waving the gun around gets the fucking point across. That's, that's kind of how it was at my house. Like you only got hit for really fucking up, but yeah, it definitely was like be here by this time or else. And I didn't want to find out what or else was. Well, I mean, like our generation, like the shit they pimped on us was a lot of the shit that our parents' generation, but the the boomers that they had in schools, they said, "Oh, that's oh, it's horrible, it's ridiculous. You should never have to do that." Oh, oh, they schools had school had schools had gun clubs, where they taught proper firearm safety and respect for what a firearm actually is, which is a tool. Yeah, because in a rural high school, you might need that. Well, that was still going on in suburban and fucking city schools. And by the way. How many school shootings we have? And guns were way more available to someone who wanted to seek one out because there were no trigger locks. There were no wall safes. There were none of no waiting periods. No, you could fucking break into your neighbor's garage. And if they got a gun in there, you now have a gun free and clear. The best they can do is maybe ballistically tie a, a, a round fired from that fucking gun, from that magazine to that fucking particular hand handgun. That's it. There was no fucking serial numbers. We're going to track this shit. And every time you sell it, you have to fill out 15 fucking forms and shit. And we still have more school shootings now than we ever did back then. Why? I have friends that are teachers who come to me and go, Jesus Christ, I was drinking deep in in college. All this progressive bullshit. Now that I'm dealing with these kids, we need to do some drive-by parenting. We well, need to beat the shit out of these Because that is the... Because f- I'll tell you what, whenever, like, because tr- I'm back supervising people again, holy shit. Like, I don't know what happened. Well, I knew, do know what happened between 2013 and now. It is a much different world. But, th- but that's the first thing I think of, is, like, I want to side-eye everybody my age and go, you built these motherfuckers. My age and older, like, what have, what, what have we done? Like, th- mm-hmm. these monsters were created. We did, like... Gen X and older, sorry, we did this. Like, as we sit here and bitch about that. Well, none of us have kids. Well, you do, but they're I older. Well, they're older. They're not part of this fucking retardation. <laughs> but it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's just, yeah, it's like we sit around and, but yeah, like we did this. Like, not us personally, but our, our age group, we built these motherfuckers. We definitely built Gen Z. And let me tell you something. Even the most liberal minded of, of, of friends that I have, like, remember I was earlier when I was saying, you know, people that like are our age who, who like worship at the feet of everything that's that's youth driven because they're so afraid of getting old and being irrelevant. This is I'm talking about one of those people. Uh, I had a conversation with this person a handful of years ago. And this person uh, came to me and was like, uh, yeah, apparently my daughter's a lesbian. And I was like, I'm sorry, how old's your daughter again? Uh, she just turned 13. Like, yeah, I don't give a fuck. Come back when she's like 25. And if she's still a lesbian, then maybe there's some truth in it. Yeah. And I expected to get a pretty heated argument or at least, you know, strong disagreement. 
And I got straight on fucking looked look me dead in the eye and nodded. Yep, right there with you. And I'm like, wait a minute. Where the fuck is this coming from? Because if this wasn't your kid, you'd be talking about how much of an asshole I am for saying that. And see, here's the deal. People are like people like this person would assume that, oh, Rich hates the LGBT community because he feels this way when a 13 year old comes out. No, I just know at 13, you don't know shit about shit. And it's your experimental time. I would, as a as a, a, a pragmatist, I rather kids figure out and teenagers and young adults figure out what the fuck they are and what they like then rather than when they're 45 and they got to destroy a family and go through the fucking court system and ruin their children's lives and ruin them and their exes' lives and all the bullshit that comes with divorce and all that shit. Because it's just... It's easier. Who is going to get hurt if you're 17 these days and you're bi, you think you're bi-curious, right? So you go out and all you've dated is girls. You go out and you meet this guy and you like him like more than a friend and it's weird. And you don't know what the fuck's going on and y'all give each other, you know, whatever, a kiss. And it's just like, eh, I'm not feeling it. Or, hey, I like that. Good. Do that now. Don't do that once you're fucking 10 years into a marriage and two kids. That puts a drain on all of us. We talk about take the shot for society. How about, you know, don't get married for bullshit reasons and break up and, 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 and put all these kids from broken homes onto society to deal with. You know, the one thing that like 80% of people in prison have in common is they come from a single parent home. Yeah. it's. Uh, Are we supposed to ignore that fact? Again, my standing, Corolla, my standing continues. Well, no, but you know, he he brings it up all the time. He's like, look at the stat, because he talk, because he talks about it when he when he talks about his love line stuff, you know. And, and he said, if you if you look at uh, if you go into prisons, like let's just get the statistics on how much of these dads are stuck around. Because bet you it's pretty fucking low. And this is what happens when you give, and we did for so long, at least in the media and in the family courts. It has changed. I will say that. I've had to amend my outlook on shit, but when I when, when we were coming up, it's never the woman's fault, and the kid always goes with the mother unless like you you have pictures of her literally with a crack pipe in one mouth and a dick in each hand. You know what I'm saying? That kid is going with her, and once you fucking remove all responsibility for why you're in the situation that you find yourself in from a person, they can just walk around and go, life happens to me. It has nothing to do with anything I fucking do or say. It just happens to me. This shit doesn't happen in a vacuum. You don't just wake up one day and just boom. You know what I'm saying? Everything was going perfect. Now life's just going to shit on you out of fucking nowhere. I mean, like, and, and by the way, I'm not talking a cancer diagnosis. You know what I'm saying? I'm talking, oh, marriage takes work. You know what I was told during my divorce? Marriage shouldn't be work. And that's when I realized, wow, I don't even know who I fucking married. Because uh, that's not the person I married, brother, and that's not a person I want to be in a relationship with. Uh, uh, preach. <laughs> that's, 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 <laughs> we had the same type of experience. It sounds like. Okay, I'm sorry. If you expect everything to be fucking just easy and smooth, and just oh. as 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 gentle as a puppy pissing on cotton, it ain't that. That this ain't the word. This is a contact. Life is a contact sport, I motherfucker. S- you know how many times I said, if the standard is perfection, you are going to be let down. That's not life. 
Life is ups and downs, ebbs and flows. How many other fucking cliches I got to throw in here? And it's all how you deal with it. My yeah, parents I, were married for 40... My parents were... I'm one of those people. My parents were married until one of them died. All right? You think it was fucking sunshine and farts and lollipops when I saw growing up? No! You know? Fucking... Trust me, plenty of nights, dad slept on the couch. You know? Dad... I never saw dad hit mom. As far as I know, it never happened. But yeah, it wasn't all... No, there was plenty of... Trust me, there were times in the 90s the term dysfunctional family was going around. I was like, oh, yeah, we're one of those. But, you know, you work yeah. through it. Mm-hmm. And, when it and when they died, fucking, it, it, it broke my heart listening to how many of my family members were like, what is your mom going to do? They were always together. Fuck, I'm, getting, I'm getting choked up talking about it now. Like, it's, yeah, I mean, it takes work. If you expect, like, what, doc, well, go another one of our wheelhouses, right? Uh, rant Dr. Cox goes on. Uh, to Elliot, talking about the, there is no perfect person. It's all how you deal with it. I, I, to, there's oh, fuck. I can't remember who it was, but it's basically a a, a, a a different take, but just a little bit on that, which is you're looking for Mr. or Mrs. Perfect. They don't exist, but you can find pretty close to someone who's perfect for you if you are one self-aware, two honest, and three refuse to put up with bullshit. AKA, I'm sorry, you have pussy, I want pussy, but I'm not going to make that pussy the center of my universe or dick or whatever. Okay. Like you have to, you have to be conscious of red flags. You have to have the tough conversations. Oh, it tr- trust me, it. after my marriage, there's, phew, I got a list of red flags now. You know, I, what, one of the reasons I won't get into a relationship again is because. I've never been in a relationship that was worth the pain of the end of the relationship. Now, here's the funny part. Anytime I bring that up to my male friends, you know what they all say? Well, you got shit taste in women. You need to get better taste in women or some variation on that theme. No one blinks an eye. In fact, some people will laugh. And then some people will actually fucking sit there and lecture me on that shit. I've never heard one of these fucking guys who say that shit say that to one of their female friends when they say, Every guy I'm with cheats on me. Make better choice in men. Well, no, because they're trying to fuck them. Right. That's, that's, the other, that's, that's the other part of the equation, though. Okay. I don't have the sport fucking gene. I can do it, but still, there is some sort of more than just I want to stick my dick in you and release cum attraction there. I just don't, I can't just meet a bitch and fuck her the same night. I've, like I said, I've done it, but... It was very specific circumstances that were just like the perfect storm. So I'm not that guy. So I don't, I'm the guy who's going to get cheated on because I'm the guy that gets in a relationship. I'm the guy who stood there and said my fucking vows and meant the shit. I told my ex-wife, I'm doing this one time and you're the person that I've chosen. And it took me 28 fucking years to find you. Again, familiar feelings. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And here's the thing. Nothing against my ex-wife. Her and I are still very close. We're friends. But she showed me how much our marriage meant to her when she monkey branched from me to the guy she's with now. Immediately. There was no lag. No oh, in between. I'll trust me, I, I'm, I got a different... Uh, I got the same feeling, different reason. You know, she, I come home from work. All her clothes are gone. I text him like, what the fuck's going on? I get a text the next morning. I got a fucking text. I was like, really? Six years? I get a text? Like, that's it. Like, that's, a, that's what I told her. Like, you didn't burn the bridge. You blew it up. It's over. Like, any, any hope you had of us being friend? Not done. Because uh, you can't even say you were a friend and treat me like that. Get the fuck out of here. 
Do not, do not ever say you were my friend with the way how you pieced out. That's fucking sorry. The wound's a little fresh. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's no, it's dude. You're absolutely right. And you know what? This is shit that this is shit that there needs to be more fucking discussion of because guys tend to have these discussions with their trusted fucking friends <coughs> or family. And they will never admit it in the fucking light of day because, you know, they don't want to appear weak or whatever. They don't want to hear the bullshit from, you know, there's always a tough talking guy in the corner. It's like, oh, I tell my bitch, get in the kitchen, make me a sandwich. And that bitch knows. Blah, blah, blah. Bitch, you go home and she pegs the fuck out of you. <laughs> right. And you suck the shit off that big black veiny fucking strap on. She just buried to the base in your fucking looking like a jar of Skippy peanut butter asshole. Fuck you, motherfucker. You're a piece of shit. You're fronting. Be real. Be honest, okay? And real honest conversations need to happen. And here's the deal. In my in my group of friends, there are a handful of male whores. That's just all that's just all there is to it. They are whores. They will fuck and cheat on anybody with anybody. I dude, I wouldn't be shocked now that a certain segment of my friends have children who are like college age, if here in the next five to 10 years, I hear a story about one of these fucking, not really friends, but more of like people that I, I used to be tight with. Now I just kind of pass and pass with yes, acquaintances. Thank you. And you know, turn around, and fucked one of their friends, daughters or something like that. I wouldn't be shocked at all. Okay. I just wouldn't, but you know what? I can count on one hand and have fingers left over how many people like that out of my very large crew that I'm talking about. The same crew that Earl came up with, by the way. So he knows where I'm, where I'm talking. He's thinking of the same people I'm thinking of. Yep. One hand, I can count how many guys do that. I, every other guy who's not like that, their marriage or long-term relationship has ended with their wife or girlfriend cheating on them, leaving them. And them being absolutely destitute, either living out of their car or having to live with family or friends, losing everything they have. You are one of the rare ones, Chris, who didn't lose anything in your divorce so far that I can say. So far. So far. I'm but, actually I mean, getting paid because she's got the car. She's got one of the leases. I actually get money every month. I mean, and yes, it, shit is changing. I have a friend who, who, for the first six months of, of him and his wife's divorce, he had basically primary physical custody. After six months, it reverted to she did everything the court said. She jumped through the proper hoops. Her lawyer played the game. By the way, he couldn't afford a lawyer, so he's out there playing the game for himself. That tells you something right there because you know she left him for a new man, and a new man bankrolled her and her new lawyer. All this good shit. So shit's changed, but it ain't changed that fucking much, man. I, I mean, feel like we need to listen to Sam Cooke. The change is going to come. Well, dude, it's just like I, it's very rare do I see a relationship where there's two people who don't cheat on each other and don't hate each other. I got one of those. Right I mean, now. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm dead serious. Like, If they don't cheat on each other, they're constantly at each other's throats. Or oh, one of them. One of them is one of, one of them is dominating the other, and you need to do this, and you need to do this. You know, they come home and the honey do list, or you know, she comes home and she can't go out with her friends because you know he wants her at home, or vice versa, whatever the fuck. Those are the people I know that are still married, and there's no cheating going on. Now, you never really truly know if someone else is fucking stepping out. There might be cheating going on, but it's not like cheating looking to leave cheating. It's just I, I have an itch, and I'm going to have it scratched by 
Joe Blow or Jane Blow over here. But and I mean, everybody, every, everybody else on a long enough timeline, the relationship is the vast, vast, overwhelming majority. Wives cheat on, or girlfriends cheat on them, leave them or throw them out the house. I'm getting the kids. I'm getting this. I'm getting that. And a lot of my friends have this dumbass mentality that it's 1950. And so when your wife asks for a divorce, you just hand her everything and walk out the door. And I'm like, fuck that noise. These bitches fucking burn bras and fought for equality. Let them get some equality in the fucking family court system. Let them get some of what everybody else, what, what all us motherfuckers with outdoor plumbing been getting for fucking 50, 60 years now. Let them get a taste of it. Period. End of story, man. So I don't, I, but this is something that we never talk about in our generation ever whatsoever. And anytime a divorce is brought up, it's always, oh, the poor woman. Oh, I was going to say, that that's the way we were raised, Rich. Yeah, well, I was raised by two genuine feminists and a cunt who was skating by on their coattails. And let me tell you something. The two real feminists that raised me despised the cunts that I'm describing. You know why? Fuck them bitches. All the bullshit I put up with, all the harassment, all the pinched asses, all the fucking... Threats of being fired, all that shit, and me fighting back, and me never giving an inch. And now these bitches are going to run around and basically copy the worst virtues of the worst example of a man they can find and call it equality? Fuck you. And I was like, oh, that's a feminist. That's a real feminist who wants real equality, okay? And she understands that be real equality isn't a race to the bottom. You want real equality? Well, if you expect your men to be like this, you better be like this. You expect your women to be like this, you better be like this. I mean, it's it's not that hard to fucking sit down and, 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 and figure this shit out, man. I mean, look at the trajectory of feminism. Look at how it's like it went from we want this, we want, we want, you know, go into the workforce and blah, 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 blah. Okay, cool, you can do that. So now it's just like, dude, you go you want to okay. Have, have, Chris, have you ever quiet. Hold on. Have you ever worked a physical labor job, like besides the factory for two days thing? Like you ever worked construction or, or something like that job? Uh, I mean, like I was a janitor in high school. Like does that okay. count? No, you got I'm talking like you know, like road crew type shit. No, nah, it's been all type. it's been all service jobs for me generally. I'm gonna tell you something. I have. If a, okay, then you know what I'm about to say is true. The women that work those jobs usually tougher than the guys. You know why? Because that's what that job requires. Yep. Those are jobs. That if you're a pussy, regardless of your fucking gender or whatever the fuck, whatever we're supposed to call it these days, sex, whatever, regardless of that, you have to fucking be a savage to do that job. Well, see, I'll, I'll tell you, in the service industry, if somebody was a mom, guess who I'm hiring? Well, you know, because they're and used remember, to doing nine million things at once and, and quickly and efficiently. I remember having this conversation on Regimented. Where we were talking about, you know, women in areas of management. And I was like, uh, have you worked in retail or the food service industry? Because there's plenty of women in it. Oh, that doesn't count. So you just are going to dismiss my point because it doesn't fit into your narrative. <laughs> yeah. Gotcha. Okay. And that's when I, I, I should have been like, we're done here. It's been good seeing you, Chris. Good luck with the fucking network. And I should have just walked the fuck out. Because at that point, I was like, eh, now I got to be fake to keep doing this. I should have said what I wanted to say, which is you're an idiot who you don't know what you're talking about. When's the last time you worked one of those jobs? Never. Shut the fuck up. I mean, I, I, like, I, and it's not, and I don't mean it to be like an asshole, but 
Isn't that what we've been going through for the last decade? You don't know what it's like to be a black woman. You don't know what it's like to be a trans man. You don't know what it's like this. So shut the fuck up. Okay, well, you don't know my fucking, the shit I've been through. So don't speak to it and don't try to speak on it. Because shut the fuck up. But it doesn't work that way. All white males have the same experiences, Rich. Come on now. I was talking to some folks down here about um, um, uh, Megan Trainer, uh, the No song, and how supposedly empowerment that was supposed to be, but people apparently don't like Megan Trainer. I digress. The the subject turned to WAP that what song. The fuck are we? Okay. Hold on. Uh, the song "Wet Ass Pussy." I was like, I I have a lot of friends that are feminists down here. And I'm like, you guys have got to hate that song. And they were like, hell no. That is all about empowering women. And I'm like, yeah, did is. you listen to the words of yeah, the song? I, when people were saying that, I'd be like, yeah, why don't you, uh, why don't you play that for is, if Gloria Stein? I'm still alive. Why don't you play that for her and see what she says? <laughs> no, but they see that as, as a power march for women. Because they're directing how to have sex. It sounds like women objectifying themselves, if you ask me. But what do I? Well, mean? yeah, um, but at the same time, they're they're like I said, they're they're empowered to direct how to have sex instead of I'm gonna slap that bitch and I'm gonna smack her ass and I'm gonna to the wall from the windows to the wall, all that. Instead of that, the women have taken charge and told them how it's gonna happen. Cool. I mean, vul- well, I, I vulgar mean, still I, vulgar. I, Doesn't matter your motivation, but they, I mean, I, just, I, I guess I, listen, I guess but I just don't hear it. I mean, that's how they take it, but I just do not hear it at all. Dude, when Aretha Franklin died, of course everyone brought up respect. It's not her song. It's Otis Redding's song. Sure is. And I was listening to NPR as they, you know, opined away about how, you know, wonderful Aretha was. And I'm like, okay, great, wonderful. Like, and don't get me wrong, like, as an artist and, and as a musician, the bitch was otherworldly. As a human being, I've, I've, I don't really hear a whole lot good about her. And I grew up in an area where she lived. Like, people have had personal dealings with her. And she was very much, you're beneath me to a lot of people. And that's just something I don't tolerate. Also, wasn't too keen on paying her bills either. Well, there was that too, but whatever. All right. Well, I'm listening to NPR, and they're talking about, you know, how she took the song that was Otis Redding's and was misogynistic and turned it into a term of empowerment for women. And I'm like, why was it misogynistic when he sang it, but it's not misandrous when she sings it? Because this is what we, this is what we're doing here. You're talking about a generation who is applying what they want to believe about people as fact to them with no fucking proof. Yeah, it's just, they want that song to be empowering when yeah. they ask person. So it is. Bring it back around. Right. It's, a, it's a generation that all they do is they click the first page Google results. Exactly. I because mean, these, are, these are the same people that are telling me, like, I'm going to lose you with John Legend and Megan Trainer is a very, very sad song. Like, what? It's one I of the like most romantic I've heard in decades. You got like a boner for Megan Trainer, huh? No, I, it's I, just. I'm, I'm starting to think this is an information dump, so he can be like, "I know new music." Well, Megan, we know new <laughs> music. Well, Megan well, Trainer isn't new. The songs no. he's talking about are like over five years old. No, this is just the shit that comes up in the topic when I'm talking about empowering women and shit. What? Okay, but no, not okay, but fuck that. Why? 
Why do I need to empower women? You know, when I'm talking to feminists about their empowerment and what what drives them, and I'm like, so you, you hate can repeat this what you just said as many times as you want. Answer the fucking question. I'm asking you. If I ask that feminist, why do I need? Why do you need to be empowered? What What are you subjugated? What can't you do in this fucking world? Yeah. Mandy used to hate when I'd ask her this question. Okay, what can what can you do that I can't, or or, or what can I do that you can't? And I get well, that's not the point. Okay, <laughs> that's it. Absolutely, we're, the we're point. done here then. Pretty yeah. much, no, that's you, absolutely you me, the point. You know, and, and you know what? Kind of backing up your point there, though, Ice on the the wops. I'll say, I think the most empowered women out there is the women in the strip clubs. Those are women that know what the fuck is up. Those are women that realize how shit works, and they are gonna fucking all right, cool. They're gonna make hay while the sun shines. I, I, I am a guy who who uses music to fuel my life it's in every aspect rich knows i've done it for years i have a song for every mood but the fact that we've come from single ladies and should have put a ring on it to wop well that was only 10 years ago that's 2000 tells you everything you need to know about empowerment and and women and feminism dude no it doesn't tell you everything you need to know but it definitely gives you insight into the mindset of the people who are going, I'm a feminist, and they don't even fucking understand what the fuck that, that term means. There you go. Once again, being a feminist does not mean emulating the worst traits of the worst example of a man you can find and going, I'm so empowered. No, now you're just a piece of shit like he is. That's it. That's all there is to it. It's not that fucking hard. If you... Treat people like shit because it makes it, you think you're going to get ahead. If you shit on people who trust you and break their trust and you marry people and see, here's the beauty of it. Why is marriage falling off? I'm starting to see why marriage is falling off because women go into court and they've heard these stories and the horror stories about like what our parents went through and maybe what we went through, you know, our generation. And they expect to go in there and be like, I don't like the way he parts his hair and I have a vagina. Give me everything. And now that that ain't happening no more, marriage is like, uh, it's not a smart business decision to marry him because he could take me for half my shit. Oh, really? <laughs> huh? Ain't that amazing? All these fucking rich fucking cunts in Hollywood who marry these fucking pretty boy, you know, like grips or some shit. They sit down. Pen. Paper, sign it, prenup. <laughs> that was fucking abuse 20 years ago. That was abuse 10 years ago. I was told that. I was you told don't that. love me? <laughs> mm -hmm. I was told that that's an abusive, uh, 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 what is it, an abusive, manipulative tactic to, to and blah, 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 blah. trust and, mm -hmm. and... And no matter what, it could be fucking thrown out of court because unless you have like 15 cameras on her and 15 fucking witnesses... To say that she signed it and wasn't under duress, then, well, that's all her lawyer's got to claim and it'll be thrown out of fucking court. So you might as well not have her sign it. They tried to gaslight motherfuckers into just leaving themselves completely vulnerable, like belly and neck exposed to a rabid dog. Mm -hmm. And now that, now that women are seeing, oh, uh, true equality means you don't just get the good parts, you get the responsibility as well. Oh, well, wait a minute. I, I don't want that. You know, pissed. You know, pissed. My friend, who was never the breadwinner, but made good money, but not as much as his wife, was the one who was constantly at the PTA meetings. Not his wife. 
constantly taking the kids to their schools, functions, their doctor's appointments. She has to come out for a third of her fucking retirement to him for 20 years. And this bitch is throwing a shit fit. And I'm like, you're lucky it's just a third. Do you understand that I've had men in my family lose everything and be thrown in jail because they couldn't pay the ridiculous amount some court fucking set? And all you have to do is fucking basically go, uh, yeah, take that much out and I'll take the tax hit. And then, you know, I'm still 43. I have fucking 20 some years to work before I have to fucking, you know, I hit 65. I'll be able to make it up. Like to me, I would think I got off light if I was in her position. I'd be like, damn, dodge that bullet. It could have been a lot worse. I have I have family members and friends, Chris, you're going to love this. Thank God you didn't procreate with the bitch. Who, they're still on the hook for alimony decade after the fucking divorce. And you know why? Because it's in the divorce decree. Because their lawyer told them flat out, this is a shit deal, but it's going to be a better deal than if you go in front of the judge. This is a judge that's going to give her whatever her lawyer asked for. Sign it. For 10 fucking years. And it ain't like, oh, she gets married, the money stops. No, she gets married, the money still has to flow. Because it's in the divorce decree. Ain't that a bitch. But once again, when the tables turn, now all of a sudden you want to be fucking, well, wait a minute, this isn't a good business. This isn't a good decision from a business angle. Oh, you fucking think. You fucking think, huh? Yeah, I, uh, yeah, yeah. See, that's... That's where women, y'all need to understand, we only have sympathy for guys the one time. You only get fooled with the banana and tailpipe one time. At least most me and my friends. Okay, you get one. And we're like, yeah, you fell for it. You get married again, and you put yourself in the same vulnerable position you did the first time. And especially if you're one of these assholes who, like, cut all your friends out of your life because you're dizzy over a new piece of pussy. Don't come fucking knocking on our door when she's done with you. That gets no play here. You got to go. Period. End of story. And yeah, I have a few friends who've jumped in head first into the fucking deep end, what they hope's a deep end, without even looking to check to see how deep the water is and go, it's a leap of faith. And I'm like, well, I hope God's got your back because I won't when the bitch fucking screws you over like the first one did. I ain't gonna be there, dude. And I mean, that's the you know, that's the other thing. Like we were, I don't know, I was raised, you always stand by your boys. Your friends are the family you choose, loyalty, blah, 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 blah. All these things that I was taught, dude, they're, they're detriments to fucking success. Like anything that makes you a good person in most people's book makes you a weak person in life, makes you a mark, makes you an easy target. See, and that sucks that marriage has become that much of a business. And it has. It, it, I mean, even way back, I met my first wife in 97. I didn't marry her until 2007 because of the tax and the uh, you know money from college that i could get or i would lose if i had a wife it's terrible no dude i've had friends come up to me and go do you understand i could right now get a paper divorce stay with my wife and she get all types of assistance mm -hmm. and the money i quote unquote give her just goes back into the joint account anyways and the government would give her money to be divorced from me basically Yep. And I'm like, we're incentivizing the destruction of the family. In any society that doesn't have any type of fucking cornerstone, you can't build upon. And here's the here's the bitch of what we're doing right now as a society. We're trying to rebuild our foundation 
without cracking anything in the or 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 or, or moving anything that's built on the foundation. That's not how this shit's gonna work. You can't just fucking, uh, I don't know, uh, levitate the house, use the force, get Yoda over here. Yeah, okay, <laughs> you know. All right, is it off the foundation? Okay, destroy that, rebuild it, and then we'll just put the house down. It's perfect, fine, great, wonderful. Let's move on. That's not how shit works, man. No, not even close. But, I mean, then again, dude, this is how fucked up shit is. And it's only because I'm as close to friends with you that I say this. Dude, I, I, there are many people who I've, I've told your story about, about, you know, your first wife. And they're like, whoa. Jesus Christ, man. I wish my first wife would have died instead of fucking divorced me. Should have been wow. a lot easier on me. Oh, my God. Wow. And I'm like, That's there fucked you go. up that you oh. say that, for starters, person. I mean, and I'm just like, and depending on who the person, who's, and it's been more than one, and depending on who it is saying it, I'm like, yeah, it would have been easier on you. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I, I, I'll be honest with you. I was just like, Oh, yeah, that's his luck. Because I'm pretty sure you would rather have died than her. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, if he asked anybody, you know, fucking even 10 years into our relationship, who was going to outlive who? She was going to outlive me. No doubt about it. But having her die and not divorce me, and especially in the manner she did so quickly with cancer, um, I can honestly say I wish she would have divorced me. Uh, even if even if you hate your significant other, there was something that drew you to them, and there's things that you have with them, and uh, yeah, you, you can't talk to them, and you can't see them, and you can't reminisce, you can't curse at them, flip them off, whatever. If they're gone, it's also grief is grief, but and yeah, I I don't care how much you want to, you're in your feelings and blah blah blah. You know, and how woke you are and how em- empathic you are to everybody. If someone dies unexpectedly very quickly, it's completely natural at some point to have some anger at them. Now, whether it manifests itself coming out at them or it just you stuff it down and it's like trying to hold on the sand and it's just slipping through your fingers. So it just comes out any way it, it can. I would say I would hope that, you know, I. A divorce, you get the grief, you get the anger, and if there's betrayal, you get to deal with the 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 picking up the pieces of that, and that that ain't no fucking picnic either. So I mean, like I understand what you're saying. You're sitting here going, "Yeah, I, I'd rather she divorced me than died," and blah 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 blah. And, I, and like I get all that. I mean, like, and yeah, no one, of course, wishes they're fucking. You know, well, no, everybody's got a fantasy about how they kill their wives. We just want to talk about that after <laughs> a certain amount of alcohol has been consumed. <laughs> I put the pillow over her face and it's going to silence her. And I, I give, I pull the trigger and I pull the pillow off and I kiss my fingertips and I close her eyes. And I, it's better this way, honey. Trust me. You know, it's, I, bro, I, I got Lake St. Clair, a quarter of a mile away. Hey, rich, rich. Uh, after all of that, bro, go see a therapist, man. <laughs> Trust me. There's a couple like the lakes right there. You're, you're throwing ideas to Chris now. Come on. Nah, she's gone. <laughs> Fuck it. Oh, I'm just saying, there's a pig farm not that far from where I'm sitting. I mean, you know, <laughs> from what I understand, teeth, hair, and nails, they don't digest, so you just got to take that off. Hey, but Rich, everything else is stop, stop. He, she wasn't that big. <laughs> oh, you meant to feed. Oh, never mind. Buzzing. <laughs> nah, living... Living's gonna be revenge for her enough. I'm fine with it. Well, no, and, and you know, dude, honestly, you've said it yourself. 
And I have a friend right now who's they're trying. Well, the last I heard, they're trying to do this, you know, let's not get lawyers involved. Let's just do it ourselves. And I mean, as long as it stays to that, that's probably about the way to limit as much damage on the way out. And the person who escalates it to the point where you now have to have a lawyer and you have to be in front of the court is the asshole in that situation. Probably more times than not, because that's the one who's like, you know, it's not just good enough. You just walk away and then you go start your, you know, you, you start the, the next chapter of your lives apart. It's no, you got to do this and you got to go after this. And the next thing you know, you're fighting over the goddamn toaster oven that no one ever fucking used, but you're fighting over it. Like it's like, it's the fucking Holy grail. You know what I'm saying? And it's like the end of, uh, 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 the last crusade or some shit. You know what I'm saying? It's just fucking you ridiculous. You the city dump. You, you start deciding who wins by the weight of what you get. Like, literally, the tonnage. <laughs> Dude, I've seen, I've seen shit get so petty. So petty. And I've seen the opposite, where shit is just like... And, yeah, the vast majority of the time, it's the guy doing this. Going, just, just take it off. Just take whatever you want. Just get the fuck out. I'm willing to start completely over like i'm 18 and i just left the house and i'm 45 i'm willing to do that again just to get the fuck away from you that's how much i am sickened by your very fucking face in existence and it's like dude there's something very wrong where we lock people into fucking legal contracts that make them feel that fucking way like why is the government involved in a relationship in the first place second of all uh why the fuck is the government involved even more so than to get into the relationship, to get out of the relationship. But that's a conversation no one will ever have because what, what do we have now? We have a society that's appealing to daddy government. Come on, daddy government. Do everything for me. Fix it for me. Make everything better. And, well, we, get, we, we have what we have. I mean, dude, the minute the government got involved in, in, in marriage and was like, you need, to have a, you need to pay us for a piece of paper that says you're allowed to get married. The politician that brought that up should have had his head blown off. And then the, <laughs> the person who did it should turn around and been like, are you getting the picture? Or do we need to start fucking marching you up here one by one and doing this? Right. No, we got it. Stay out of your fucking lives. <laughs> cool. Uh, that, that pothole, you may want to get that looked at. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> well, on that you know, cheery note... We're rounding the four-hour mark here. Yeah, let's let's get rid of let's get out of here. You know, that's, that's, you know, thanks for tuning into Rich and Chris's marriage counseling session. Uh, but hey, for, we're doing a show for people our age, right? Is that true? People our age are going through. Abs- absolutely, and after the pandemic, I'm sure after there's pandemic, you're damn right. There's yeah. a lot more listeners going through this than there were. Uh, thank you for listening. Uh, the all this, the social media right now is still unregimented. Looking into that this week because I think we're like ninety days ish out. And that was kind of Twitter and Facebook's whole little their little fiefdom rules about changing the name of the social media. So for now, follow the unregimented stuff on social media. Uh, hit ChristopherMedia.net and uh, click on the PayPal button. Click on the Amazon banner if you'd like to help us out. Other than that, we thank you for listening, and we'll catch you next week. All right, later, guys. It's out, yeah.
Today, yeah, yeah. 